Oh, I want to hear it. Ah, turn it up then. Very fun. I'm not hearing anything. Uh oh. Well, that's oh, not I'm good. not hearing anything. No? No, is that a boss battle? <laughs> yeah, dude, we're the we're the final boss. We're the we're the we're boss battle music. Okay, I see what's going on here. We're boss battle music here. Let's go. I thought we needed something more upbeat. Oh, upbeat, upbeat. So you decided to go with the like like retro boss battle time kind of music. Exactly, dude. All right, all right, all right. And then look, at thirty seconds in, it has this very natural like slows down, and then we can just like get right into talking, and it's it's perfect. I love it. This is terrible for people that are listening for the first time because we're talking all over the song. <laughs> That's a good point. They're like, hey, dude, I, I was I was jamming out to it. If you I, was, I was jamming out to the song and then you just, got, you just cut over it. <laughs> if you want to jam out to it, you can find Wolf's Bane by uh, Stream Beats. Then you, uh, then you can jam out to it if you want. I jam out. To, I was jamming out to it while I was delivering mail, believe it or not. When I deliver mail, sometimes I'll put on some songs that like... You know, for fun, because I have a lot of time during the day there, when I'm delivering to the song on on loop. And you're just bouncing up and down on your seat. No, no, not while I'm driving. It's only when it's only when I'm delivering mail, not while I'm driving. I'm not allowed to listen to anything while I'm driving. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. My, I did not yeah, know this rule. Yeah, For yeah. those people that are that are definitely listening from his workplace, no, that we do not do that. There. No, no, we don't. No, we we don't only do safe things, mystery. Safe. Yeah, sorry, safe, safe things. Speaking like of safe, can I tell you a story real quick? Go on. Okay, so I was in a safety meeting. Okay, you know safety. Yeah, I'm part of the Joint Health and Safety Committee for my theater. So yeah, oh, I would assume so. Okay. All right. <laughs> So, <coughs> me and all the other carriers who hold my position, we all get pulled in for the safety meeting, okay? And, uh, you know, like, the safety meeting, they're like, hey, dude, hey, man, it's fall time, there's leaves, leaves are kind of like ice, so avoid driving in leaves. Also, avoid driving through piles of leaves because sometimes kids like to play in the piles of leaves. And so, like, I don't know all the awful things that have ever happened for them to come up with these safety talks because, like, they talk oh, about man. very specific things. And they're like, oh, sometime some kid was playing in a pile of leaves and some mail truck decided to drive through the pile of leaves. And that's really sad, right? So, anyway, so I they're going through really all this stuff about this safety. this pile of leaves is not on a road. Probably was on a power road, I would think, for the oh. post office truck to drive through it. Um, oh, yeah. But one of the things that they're talking about here in the – well, I live in Philadelphia, but Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, um, it gets dark early right now, okay? So it's getting dark. I think sunset's like before 5 p.m., okay, which means pretty much every single night for if you have a the position that I am, which is a, called a CCA, although I'm about to get a different position um, – we get tons of overtime and we're working into the nights um 6 p.m 7 p.m so like it is dark dude it is dark when we're delivering okay ready so they're going through the safety talk and they're talking about um they're talking about safety and they're talking about hey it's <laughs> shut up there you go hey it's gonna be getting darker earlier <laughs> and they go uh I'm sorry. 
God damn it, Mr. Um, I don't know why I found that so funny. I'm gonna mute myself. You continue your talking. <laughs> no, don't mute yourself. You're fine. So there's a there's something that carriers use when it gets dark out called um they're like headlamps, okay? And you can buy a headlamp if you want, and you can use it so you can see where you're walking and you can see your mail, so that way you can you know deliver the, the freaking mail to each address at the mailbox when you finally get there, okay? Delivering at nighttime is really tough, especially when you're on a route that you don't know. Um, but if you're, even if you're on a route that you do know, it's, it's impossible to read the mail past a certain time. So you're like, okay, headlamps. Okay, well, here's the problem. Our office does not want to hand out headlamps okay and i raise my hand right i always do this i shouldn't say i always do this but i try to i try and be a pain in the butt if i'm being honest with my management and so i go hey oh, oh they go they go um you know it, do you guys have anything about safety that you want to bring up to us i go hey man headlamps um like are they going to be provide i forget exactly what i said but basically like I, am i going to be like are we going to be provided those and they're like well no what? <laughs> no they're not going to be provided and i'm thinking to myself how are we supposed to do our job if they don't provide headlamps right because you're not supposed to use or wear anything that's not postal issued okay the hat that you wear is supposed to be a postal issued hat your pants are postal issued pants your socks are postal issued socks your freaking shoes dude everything is postal issued and so I'm going, oh, well, okay, there's no postal issued headlamp now, right? And so I asked the postmaster, the guy who's in charge. I go, what's up? Like, what's up with that? And he goes, well, we don't, we don't issue headlamps because of the liability. Now, Mystery, I want you to ask the question that was going through my mind when he said that. What was the question going through your mind? What kind of liability? What's the liability? What are you talking okay. about? It's okay. for safety. It's going to help okay. me see where I'm going. This is a safety talk. He goes, we're worried about the liability of battery acid coming out of the headlamp and then <laughs> that hurting you. I'm thinking to myself, what? You don't want to issue... You don't want to issue headlamps so we can see where we're walking because you're afraid of of battery acid? Battery acid coming out of it and melting my head. You're worried about that. But at the same time, he said we think of headlamps as like accessories, like a lanyard. So we're allowed to wear it. So even though it's not post office issued, it's recommended to us to get one, but they're not gonna give it to us because of the liability of battery acid. So there's a part of me, God, there's a part of me that wants to just get back at like eight o'clock every single night. And then they'll freak out. What is taking you so long? And then I can go, you know what, dude? I don't have a post office issued headlamp. And then they would go, well, just get one. And then I would say, I'm worried. What are you talking about? Why are you worried? I'm worried about the battery <laughs> acid. That apparently happens so fucking much that you won't hand these out to us. Even though it's dark out 
outside. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. <laughs> close to it. I'm so close. To, I'm so close to it, man. You're going to have an aneurysm one day. <laughs> 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 not even you're just gonna have this like all of a sudden you're just gonna have this vein pop at the top of your head forehead. bro it already i already that vein already protrudes like ever since i was a kid that vein's like just ready to jump out when i'm like an old man i'm gonna be a scary looking old man you're gonna be like dude that vein's about to fucking <laughs> you're right oh, <laughs> this dude's about to have a brain aneurysm man <clears throat> oh man that was that was fantastic I just another story. Another story. <laughs> <laughs> Sit around, kids. We got a couple more. No, it's just, dude. It's like it's the season of just BS. Oh my god, another thing. Can I rant about one more thing? I'm sorry. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> they came up with this arbitrary date for when we had to switch from pants to shorts. Okay. They said right. October 27th is now pants. You have to wear pants on. You're not allowed to wear shorts. Now, this was never a thing before. This was never a thing before because um, there's like a new, a new leader of the management for a whole region. So this isn't like it, my postmaster at my local office. Like he didn't come up with this. Okay, this is somebody who's above him, who's like some new chick. I should be careful. Uh, some new man, woman, who's. Uh, it's very important to her that we are all in the same uniform. Okay. Okay. They call her the Poom. That's the position. The Poom. Okay. Oh, silly goose. <laughs> she literally put that in the chat just before you even said it. <laughs> the Poom. The Poom. Okay, look, uh, silly goose. Not everybody knows what a Poom is. Poom yeah, what's, is. what's a Poom? If Bar, I start going, yeah, the Poom is uh, the Poom is that. People are going, what the hell is the Poom? Where's the Poom? Okay, I'm what's trying a, to. What's the Poom? Trying to make this story accessible for all ages and, and occupations. Like, like, a, like a Puma? No, not a, like, like a, a big, puma. Like a big cat. Not like a big Sometime. cat. Like <laughs> it's not a puma. This is not no, an not African puma. wild feline. No, I was I was actually going with the red versus blue thing. But okay. I know, but that's a puma. Puma's a a feline. Like a big cat. Yes, like a big cat. Oh my god, anyway. So all of a sudden, um October twenty seventh. Now I don't wear shorts right away. Okay, why don't I wear shorts right away? Well, the official story is that I lost all my pants from last year. So I don't have any shorts. Wait a second. What's the unofficial story? <laughs> I don't think I can say that. I can, let me say uh, I have a friend who also wasn't wearing pants at another office. Okay. But they're wearing shorts though, right? Because it'd be wearing... really weird if they just weren't wearing pants. Yes, he, he okay, was wearing okay. shorts. So okay. my friend at another office, his reason was he really didn't want to wear pants because he thought it was bullshit that there's this arbitrary cutoff date for like, it's not based off of the temperature outside. It's just based off of this date. And it seemed really silly. And last year he wore pants anytime it was over 40 degrees and he, or he wore uh, shorts anytime it was over 40 degrees. And that was very comfortable for him. So he really liked that. Um, and he, this winter, he wanted to go through the whole winter with shorts to see if he could, if he could make that happen. He was really interested in trying that. Okay. But then they came right. up with this arbitrary thing for like, Hey, October 27th, you need to wear pants now. And so now he couldn't do his thing that he wanted to do. Okay. Following along. That's yes. not me. That was my friend at another station. I forget his name and I don't know where he works. Um, One could say that's a real mystery. <laughs> That's a, God damn it. That's a real mystery. 
It's pretty good right there, actually. <laughs> oh, little do you know, folks, that I work at another mail place. <laughs> <laughs> so, a couple days later, they're getting on me about having shorts. Keep in mind, I lost all my pants last year. That's the official story. So, the official story then was... Uh, oh, oh, not the, not the official story, but I told them I was like, hey, look, okay, let me just order the pants. I gotta wait for the pants to come in, and then then I'll be good. And they're like, okay, just give us your order form so we know that you ordered the pants. <laughs> Why well, didn't want to give them the order form <laughs> that showed that I ordered pants? I wouldn't know where to find that. So, I official story. My brother-in-law gave me some post office pants. He also works for the post office. And then I started wearing pants. So I buckled in. I finally buckled down. I started wearing pants. Okay. Very upset about this. Very upset about this. Not two weeks later. It's 65 degrees outside today. And half of the office was in shorts. Now this god, this stupid <laughs> uniform code said, hey. After October 27th, you have to wear pants. And I was like, fine, I'll do it. But then today, it's warm. Half the office is in shorts. Now, I'm not upset with people wearing shorts. They can wear shorts. I, I think they can, right? Management right. did not give anybody a hard time today about wearing shorts. Why? Because it was warm out. Fair. <laughs> but why do they give me a hard time about wearing shorts when... I think it's warm out. What is this arbitrary number that we're all going off of? So you know who I asked? I asked the president of our union. Boom. I, I, right. No, no, Boom. no. This is this is no. the guy who is, he represents all the carriers and sort okay. of fights on our side against management. Okay. Okay. Not a fan of this dude, but I had to ask. I said, dude, what's the deal with the shorts? He goes, well, I just told them if it's 65 degrees, I'm wearing shorts. I thought to myself, hold on a second. Hold on a second. He's allowed to just come up with some kind of arbitrary number for himself for when he's going to wear shorts. And it's okay all of a sudden for everybody else to wear shorts. But God damn it, if it's 50 degrees out and I want to wear shorts, then I get a hard time about wearing shorts. So this is a, a, a regulation a policy that they have that is not enforced fairly or consistently. They don't enforce all the uniform policies. We're all supposed to be wearing ties. Nobody's wearing a tie except for three people who own ties. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, what is going on here? Why are we, we we're, we're being told that we have to wear pants even if it's warm out, but then we don't actually. Okay, but I was about to get written up for having shorts for too long. And then we're, we're not being issued equipment that's going to keep us safe. But, you know, we're worried about battery acid. Battery acid. Just everything is stupid. It's just all dumb. It's all dumb. I just want to be able to wear shorts when I want to wear shorts. I don't see what the big deal is. Just because you don't think it's warm doesn't mean that I don't think it's warm. Just because you're not comfortable in shorts doesn't mean that I'm not com that doesn't mean that I'm not comfortable in shorts. And you got it right the first time. I'm just bothered by it, man. It's just annoying. Work is annoying. Like yeah, I can understand that. Work is annoying. 
it's very annoying so i might start doing uh i might start doing this headlamp thing i might start doing the i might start coming back really late because because i can't see because i literally can't see oh so you're you're saying to prove your point or whatever you're just going to just keep going but you're just gonna take a late you're gonna take a long time to do sometime it. i've been i think well no i know for sure I've been pulled back into the office for a pre they they call it a PDI, a predisciplinarian disciplinarian whatever, predisciplined interview. I've right. been you I've, mentioned this a couple episodes ago. Oh, did I? I've been pulled in for 11 of them. It's more than any other person in my position. <laughs> they have a f <laughs> they have <laughs> the uh the one union guy was showing me he's like, "Bro, I've been here for 9 years. I have one file." He goes, dude, you've been here for less than two. You have five files for like different things that are going on, which I think is kind of funny. So I'm a, somehow I'm like a troublemaker, even though I'm like the most easygoing person in the office. Sometimes I'm a troublemaker. And um, part of me feels like, you know what? I'm already on this list of like, I'm already on the naughty list for the management. I would be the guy who comes back at eight o'clock and says, well, I don't have a uh, post office issued headlamp. So I couldn't do my job. So I'm doing the best I can. I would drive no, them nuts though. It would drive get, get them everyone nuts. to do that too. Oh, and watch man, the, see them so, They'd be so angry. And then I thought about wearing shorts again and now just keep wearing shorts. Um, Cause I know that they would get angry about that. Cause once it gets cooler again, they're going to go, uh, you're supposed to be in pants. And I'll say, well, on November 10th, after the date, half the office was in shorts and you were fine with that because it was warm for them. Well, it's warm for me. I'm uncomfortable. What's the difference? And then I'm going to go, I feel like I'm being targeted because you're making a deal out of it to me and not everybody else. And then, you know, that could be like its own thing. So like, you know, I... You say you're, you, you say you have a union, uh, president of the union or something like that? Yeah. So you guys, you guys are unionized, right? Yeah. Which means they can't, in theory, fire you for no reason. They could fire me if I run somebody over or if I steal something. That's pretty much it. Right, but all these acts that you're doing now, no, in theory, no. yeah, you're, you're just not like your job's much, at risk. Yeah, if I really thought my job was at, at a risk, I'd be much better behaved. <laughs> if I was working for a private company and we were not unionized, you know you want me in pants yes sir <laughs> okay no problem you know this is uh but also you know what it, it, a private company probably want to have these kind of rules that they have here rabble says this is the type of stuff you bring up to your union president here's the problem i'm not going to get into all of it here but that uh that avenue has not proven to be very successful for uh a lot of things so how have you been mystery I have been doing great. <laughs> contrary to what you, I, contrary to you, I suppose, huh? No, I. I, I, I feel mean, like I spent to, too much time on all that. I'm sorry. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. I I feel like what ends up happening is you know in, instead of what we usually we're supposed to have, which is like our our games played, catch up, like that update and stuff. <laughs> Instead, it's just more of a, let's talk about work. Because <laughs> like, I have like a work dump on this podcast. You have a work dump on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's good. To, like sometimes you need it, dude. Cause I'm just like, there's no one else to talk to except for all the other people who I know who are all being like affected by this. Oh, uh, that makes sense. So, um, my Friday shift on my, on my Friday shift, um, <laughs> 
Uh, the schedule for us at the theater, it's it's done on Tuesday nights. Okay. Right? So it's posted up on Tuesday nights. Okay. So um, usually on a Friday, I'm scheduled somewhere between 10 o'clock till 6 p.m., give or take. You know, it's a pretty typical shift kind of thing. Okay. Um, but Big Boss goes into the schedule scheduling manager, and uh, he goes he goes up to he goes up to them and just like, oh, um, I'd like to see like who you scheduled for for when and so on and so forth. So they pull out this the, you know the schedule and they're like, okay, here, take a look then. And he he goes down the list on Friday and he's just like, mystery. Okay, that guy, mystery. He likes to stay back on Fridays. So can you schedule him two hours longer so have him stay till eight o'clock instead? Hey, why? Hey, hey well, yeah. Keep in mind, I'm not there to defend myself here. Dude, what right? the heck? I'm, yeah. So like, when I get my schedule, it's already now published, right? And at that point, it being published, it's like, okay, well, you know, now, okay, well, you're you're working till eight. Right. You know, I don't have any say in the matter. It's literally just like, you know. 10 o'clock till 8 o'clock. That's what you got to work. <laughs> you know? And, like, I go up to the scheduling manager after, you know, and I, I can't, I know, I knew for a fact, I knew for a fact it was not the scheduling manager that chose to do that. I knew for a fact it was the big boss that said, make this guy work till 8 o'clock. Wow, dude. <laughs> right? So then I go up to the scheduling manager, the scheduling manager, she just explains the story, and she's just like, yeah. Um, this is what happened. <laughs> Big Boss came in, wanted to see the schedule, and it was just like that mystery guy. Keep him in till eight because he likes to stay late on Friday. <laughs> Dude, what the heck? So yeah. So and, are you there later now because of the the way the schedule is, or is that like like are you normally? What's that mean? Stay back. Maybe I just don't understand what that means. Stay back, as in like yeah, work work extra hours, work a couple more hours. So he. Is he just putting you on the schedule now for those extra hours that you normally are working? He's putting me longer than I'm supposed to be working. Okay. I usually work. Okay, understood. So, yeah. And uh yeah, so I got I got my schedule this past Tuesday. And guess what? What? I'm scheduled till eight again. Oh, so this is gonna be a new thing. I have a feeling this is gonna be a new thing. Who can it's you gonna, talk to about that? Who can I talk to about that? I don't know. Oh I really my don't god, know. dude! I don't know. He, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, another thing that's kind of annoying about my workplace. I mean, yeah, I know you have packages, right? Yeah. For me, like we have, we have stock orders, right? Tuesdays are stock orders. Okay. And now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface last episode that we did. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very quiet very early on in that episode, right? Okay. A, I was kind of focusing on, you know, the questions that I need to get in the show notes, kind of mm -hmm. get myself organized, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and B. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's because I literally got home from work. Okay. Well, damn, and I bro. hopped on. If you like, I remember I told you after the podcast, right? Like, yeah, no, that was the thing. Um, so what happened on that Tuesday was that, um, we, uh, well, I had a $24,000 stock order now. So I understand $24,000 like stock, a stock order is not that big to somebody that works at a grocery store or something. That's like, you know, that's, you know, about eight skids worth for me. Sounds right. like a lot, but I don't know. It is, it I, don't, is, I don't have any context for this. For me, for somebody that works at a theater, yeah, it is quite a bit. Not as much as a grocery store would get, for sure. Okay. But, like, it is quite a bit for one person to kind of put away, right? Okay. The week before that, I had a $4,000 stock order. Oh, and wow. they got somebody They got somebody to, to, to come in to help me for that one. Oh. The week before that, I had a $21,000 stock order. No one to help me with that. What's the deal here, dude? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not just that. On 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 Tuesday night, we had a celebrity guest come in. Okay, they had they had a whole event all set up. So I had to get the stock done within I don't know. It was like two hours or something. And this is eight skids worth. And we're talking about like you know a full skid worth of let's let's say uh, bags of kernels, which you know are at least you know 10, 20 pounds each bag. Okay. I know. I know it doesn't sound like much, but after a while, it can I, be. No, trust me. Look, I get, look. The packages that we carry are not that heavy. The mail that we carry isn't that heavy, but enough right. of it for long enough, and it starts to weigh on your arm. Yeah, you're right. And then when you get 45 boxes of what is called uh, HFCS, which is you know high fructose corn, corn syrup. syrup let's just, go, baby. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, when you get that, those are heavy as well, and you have to move up to 30 or 40 of them. You know. I feel it, you. That you know, let like alone you have to label them, of course, you know, for uh, first in, first out, FIFO, um, that being a rule, you know. That makes sense. Freshness. Yeah, dude, you don't want really, really old high fructose corn syrup, you know? That, no, that, you yeah. Don't. yeah. No, you don't. You want your, yeah, first in, first yeah, out. And then you get, you know, you get about 30 or 40 boxes of, uh, of, of the oil that you need for the popcorn. You what know, kind of oil do you guys use? Is it peanut oil? Uh, No, it's vegetable oil. Oh, what's the best, what's in vegetable oil though? Cause that's kind of shady. Like, come on, dude. What veggies is this, dude? This ain't. It's not like. This isn't freaking like carrot and onion oil, you know? What uh, vegetables are we talking about here? Corn. I can I can probably take a closer look at it. Is it uh, just corn oil? And we're calling it vegetable oil because we don't want to call it corn oil. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm just gonna say yes. You're not letting me answer, so I'm gonna sorry, say yes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna say yes. Um, but yeah, so I had to get all that done within about a, you know within about two hours or so because these guys had their red carpet premiere for this movie, and then after that, I had to deal with until about seven, about eight, what eight thirty, I think it was. Like, what time did I get? I I I got I was late for that podcast recording, right? About ten minutes late. That maybe, yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't have left until about 8.30, 8.45-ish, which would give me at least 20 minutes to get home so then I could get there for the podcast, and I was late. So, hmm, yeah. <laughs> hmm. But before that, I had to deal with the onslaught of, like, the crowds of all the uh, the guests coming in to go watch the movie, you know? Hmm. Um, and I don't know, well, the way, the way our hallway is designed is we have two double doors that can open um, halfway down the hallway, which okay. could allow, in theory, could allow... Or, you know, a little bit of a longer lineup to be set up because it can go around a handrail kind of thing. Okay. Right? So instead of it just being a straight line, you have now, like, a, a straight line that goes left and then around and then comes back out and then, you know, follows down the hallway. Big Boss didn't think it was a good idea to have those doors open to, to allow for the line. Instead, he wanted to extend the line to half, or at least ha to take up at least half of the hallway with all of these guests wanting to watch the movie with the celebrity actor. And so, yeah, dealing with that was 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 sounds was, like a mess, was, dude. It, it was, uh, yeah. So we had we now now we have this all these guests lined up along this this wall. But the thing is, is they're blocking three of our theater doors. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. And all three of those theater doors are entering because you know they're they're trailers or they're pre-show systems. That's what they're supposed to do as theaters. Because that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> So this poor, poor, this poor podium person is trying to figure out. Okay, well, these guys are here for the event, but these guys are here for there, but they're blocking the door. So how do we let these guests in? What a mess, dude. Yeah, it was. It it was. Yeah, it was. What, it wasn't uh, that. What wasn't actor that. was it? What movie? What actor? It it was. 
I don't even know. It wasn't. It was not a Hollywood actor. I can tell you that. Uh, some kind of Canadian actor. It was not. I would not say it was a Canadian actor either. Do you know what the movie was? Uh. uh yes, I think. <laughs> all right, that's all right. I, th- I think I I I can't tell you because I don't remember it. That's the okay. Names Look, dude, you're busy working, man. You're not worried about who, you're not worried about the celebrity or or the I don't guy. No, it was yeah, it was it's it was a Bollywood movie. Okay, that, that's ah, okay. what I know. It was a Bollywood movie. Bollywood movie. And it was like something something Madani or something like that. There you go. Like, yeah, that's as all much right. as I know. Some some Madani. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah it was something something Madani. Um, I don't know the actual name of the movie. I can never can never remember it because you know there's usually three or four words. <laughs> what did I? I got you, man. Something. something but done. yeah, so I was you know front and center because I had to stop these guests from entering, of course, the theater before you know. Oof. Because we we had to clean up the theater after, right? Like, or sorry, before everybody enters. Your job sounds stressful. <sighs> You're telling me. I am telling you, bro. <laughs> I thought your job is stressful. You know what, dude? Maybe it's just all jobs. You know, maybe it's like just life. The baseline of life is just stressful work, you know? Yeah. You know what's not terribly stressful? What's that? Playing Halo. Playing Halo is fun. Playing Halo is fun. It's a good balance to all the stressful work days, you know? Right, right, right. You know what's also fun? What's also fun? Talking Halo. Ah! That is indeed fun, especially when you're not given too much information, which allows you to speculate. You get to speculate and get to think, and then you go to your buddy and you go, hey, let's talk Halo. Ah, 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 I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. Hey, oh, ha, ha. Um... By the way, that was kind of a, a long opening before we talked about Halo. But I do <laughs> did want to say um, this welcome to season two of the Red Spartan Halo podcast. Now, people want to know, hey, what the hell does that mean? What is a season two? Season two marks the transition of our show from one season to the next okay what no way now here's how the show started out keep in mind how the show started out we talked about it last week we're not going to spend too much time on it right now but the show started out as a show that went hey what a wonderful kind of day (laughs) hey (laughs) (laughs) hey um hey dw Uh, no, stop How derailing deep me. Was that hole? Anyways, go on. <laughs> no, say, hey, is three for three going to be able to do a good enough job to get an old Halo fan back into Halo in time for Halo Infinite? Okay, and Jimmy didn't hang around long enough for us to really kind of find out. Kind of not. Maybe he'll play it. Right? Okay. That part's done. That the part of the show is done. Okay. Eh. We're three, four weeks out from Halo Infinite releasing now. That is no longer something that we're even thinking about now. Now we're thinking about getting ready for this launch, the game launching, the campaign, the multiplayer. This is the, this is the, 
You're like starting right now? This is the goal. This is, oh, what an amazing time to be a Halo fan. Launches right around the corner. All your friends are thinking, oh, dude, we're going to play Halo. I can't wait to play Halo. So it didn't make sense for the show to kind of stay in the first act anymore. We're now graduating. We're going into season two here. Halo Infinite launch and basically the first year of what Halo Infinite is going to bring us. Now, we got a couple things coming this year for this podcast specifically that's going to be very exciting. First off, I can confirm, um, maybe sooner, but definitely starting when Halo Infinite releases, I will be at every single community night uh, on Saturdays when we have our community night. I'll be at every single one of them. So if you ever want to talk to me, if you ever want to hang out with us and you want to have a good time, look, every community night that I've ever been at has been a blast. We have a ton of fun. They're a lot of fun. And if you're a Halo fan who doesn't, you know, necessarily, uh, you're looking for some people to connect with, right? Between every Halo game, there's always a drop-off of people who play. And then there's, you know, newer people who play, right? For me, all my friends stopped playing after Halo 3. It took until Halo 5 when I got it, like a new core group of people who played. And that just made all the difference in the world. So it I'm really opening does. it up right now. If you want to be part of my group, if you want to be part of the Red Spartan Halo podcast group, every Saturday, we got a community night going. We're going to play every single Saturday. And I will be there. Maybe sooner. But definitely starting when Halo Infinite releases, I will be there every Saturday. You know, in case unless something happens. But you can count on me being there. Uh, consistently on Saturdays. So that was one thing that I wanted to talk about. So I say that to say, you know, um, bringing, um, you know, uh, connecting the podcast to the community a little bit more in that way, right? Another thing that we're going to do, connecting community and the podcast, is we're going to host two 1v1 tournaments during season two of this podcast during this next year we're going to host two 1v1 tournaments that's going to be uh hosted by the red spartan halo podcast i will not be playing in them i've decided officially i will not be playing in them i will be commentating them um and we're gonna have all the rules and everything like that coming out soon we've we've sort of talked about this a little bit um before and and we've kind of teased it the first tournament is going to be in january the second tournament is likely going to be summertime. Figure winter and summer. That kind of makes sense to me. Um, uncold. cold. Second one might be a little bit different. <laughs> In the uncold. Uh, second one might, you know, there might be a little bit more flexibility there. But the first tournament will definitely be in January. So you'll get the game. Uh, hopefully December 8th when it comes out. You'll start playing. Everybody will have like a month to a month and a half um, until we start the 1v1 tournament. So that'll be exciting. That'll be something else that we got going on. Um, we have obviously some new intro and outro music, which you know, hopefully. Whoa, 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 whoa. spoiler! Hopefully you don't hate. Well, they already heard the intro music. Well, yeah, but they didn't hear the outro music. Oh, that's right. Well, hey, announcing it right now. <laughs> new outro music, dude. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> new outro music. Uh, we got some other fun things that we're excited about and that we want to do. Um, and so that stuff will be kind of coming up like a- as, um, 
you know, uh, mystery and I are sort of toying around, uh, toying around with an idea of like going through the campaigns together. Um, there might be some additional content that we, we make available. Um, and so I, I guess what I'm saying is like, we're excited for season two. We're looking at this as kind of like a new year to kind of regroup, not regroup, but just sort of like, Hey, like, where can we take this? Like, what's the next level? So that's what we're thinking about. That's what we're doing. The tournaments, uh, the community nights, um oh there was something else that i wanted to bring up but i can't think of it off the top of my head that's okay um we will keep you guys updated with everything else that that comes along but so yeah just welcome to season two mystery are you excited for season two of the red spartan halo podcast how are you feeling of course always excited always excited to talk halo but before we move forward i wanted to say thank you to um well to shadow 6400 oh. for the last uh community game night Unfortunately, I was not able to stream it because apparently uh, at some point when Streamlabs OBS's updater is way too far ahead Ooh. of your current gen version, oh, it won't allow you to stream after a while or something Really? Like yeah. So the, so the reason why I couldn't get uh, my stream up and running for that Saturday night was because of the fact that I did not update or I, I, I hate updates for, you know, I'm just not a big fan of updates and I don't update all the time. Uh, I'm very picky about the updates, um, but yeah, I fell so far behind uh, because like usually updates, they'll fix something, but they'll break something else. I want this one, not that one. Yeah, because like if, if it's working for me now, <laughs> then what are we fixing? You know what I mean? I see what you're if, saying. If we're fixing this, even though it's not broken for me, then you're breaking something else for me. I see what you're saying. I get that. Right? So yeah. I'm kind of picky about, you know, updates. All right. <laughs> I feel you. I, I think and that's... so yeah. eventually, yeah, the, out, the updates ended up outdating my current software, and I guess... The Apparently, I just needed to. Dude, the update outdated you, bro. Yeah, man. Come on, it guys. It did. It Come did. on. What a uh, Rival's thing. like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. It wasn't broken for me until an update. <laughs> exactly. That's what he's saying. Don't yeah. leave um, it alone, Streamlabs. It took me. Uh, it took me a little while to figure that one out, though. Unfortunately, but luckily, thankfully, Shadow sixty four hundred came in very clutch last minute to, um, you know to be able to stream that game night. Well, so I very great. much appreciate that. That's very good. Hey, uh, if anybody is interested in hosting a game night, what does hosting a game night mean? Hosting a game night means you're going to go through the trouble of making sure everybody's connected, everybody's having fun, playing games that everybody wants to play, uh, maybe setting up the custom games if there's enough people. If you're interested in hosting that kind of thing and if you have your own stream, you're certainly welcome to... Uh, to stream the community night we do encourage that um you know send a dm to uh me or mystery and we'll get in a conversation together uh fire mage has really been has been doing that for a while uh this gentleman is in college and he has a tough degree and so he might not be as available as he has been so um we're definitely looking at sort of like spreading around some of the love if you know if we can i mean we're not going to get too crazy and have like 15 different people who are hosting community nights but if that's something who you know something you thought about and you're like hey you know what i wouldn't mind um you know hosting that and having some extra people in my stream maybe hanging out um then you know send me a uh, dm and we can talk about that too um all right. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover about season two mystery before we uh, jump into what's been going on with Halo? 
anything else that I wanted to cover about season two to become. That might have been a little vague. Yeah. I don't, I don't that might be a little too yeah. all-encompassing. Yeah, I know. Uh, I cannot predict the future, but I definitely do look forward to talking more cool. Halo. Well, and speculating. Why and, you know, expanding our horizons. Yeah, why don't we expand some of our horizons right now? Let's talk about the Spartan Killer, or a Spartan Killer. So, right, right. Very, very good point. A Spartan Killer. A Spartan not Killer. Not the Spartan Killer, which is a very was, big distinction. Yeah, I thought it was the Spartan Killer when they first introduced no. this guy. No, 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 now no. Some no. people are thinking to themselves, who's this guy? Who the hell are you talking about? During the Halo Infinite campaign trailer, the most recent one, there's a scene where Master Chief comes across this elite and this elite has two energy swords, bro. Two energy right, swords. Right. We talked about this a little bit with the bosses. We're like, eh, you know, are they going to make them interesting? Okay, well, certainly seems like it. In fact, seems like the Banished has middle management. You know how earlier we were talking about how annoying middle management is? Mystery? Ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, the medic. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the banished have their own middle management, and they're equally. Did I follow equally, your script accordingly? They, they, they are, <laughs> they are equally as, uh, as contentious. <laughs> um, IGN is doing uh something called uh, what's it called? IGN first? Is that what it's called when they take a game and they look at right, it? Right. Yeah. They some. I guess they have some deals sometimes to have like exclusive access for yeah. a little bit or. Yeah, something like that. So they go to 343 and they say, hey, you want to... I mean, I don't know how the conversation goes, but basically 343 and IGN coming together and, and 343 is giving IGN some some extra goodies, some exclusive uh, interviews and conversations and stuff like that. And then IGN plasters it all over, their, all over their content. So there's an article that recently came out that we thought it would be fun to talk about about this guy called... How do you pronounce it? Jega? Um, yeah, yeah, Jenga, J Jenga. The, well, there's no the, the N. N is silent. No. Or the, the the N is invisible. <laughs> the N's not there. It's, it's just, invisible. It's not Jenga, is it? Uh, it could be Jaga. It could be Yega. It could be I don't know. Haga. Haga, maybe. How do you want to pronounce it for this conversation? Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Jenga. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so Jenga is the name of the spy. I mean, we're gonna sound like idiots if we're saying Jenga. It's not Jenga. There's no N in there. Okay, okay, okay. What if we just what if we just call him J? Somebody put Jaeger in the chat. Fire Mage. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I wanna see some people. <laughs> who can photoshop this elite like playing jenga and, or, or or drinking jaeger or something like that I, I i love this and then instead of it saying jaga it just has that other name that's that's perfect um now let's call him let's call him jaga how about that we'll call him jaga we are making the agreement to call him sega sega with a j sega with a j it's a silent n okay so sega <laughs> sega jenga jaga Jaga. Uh, well, yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna pronounce it as like almost like Sega, except there's a J instead. So Jaga. The 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 banished are um, Jiga. The, 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 stop. 
<laughs> the banished are organized. Unlike the Covenant, which basically had the Prophets, the Arbiter, Tartarus, and then everyone else, uh, it seems like the banished have a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more middle management. So we got these bosses, okay, these Spartan killers. Um, and at the very top of the banished is Atriox, who we know from Halo Wars 2 mystery, right? Halo then, Wars 2, yes. Then it seems like uh, Atriox has Eshram, who's like the head guy for the Zeta Halo banished people, right? That's Yeah, that's an important distinction as well, because in Halo Wars 2, he did have a second hand in command as well. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I guess the way they're kind of going at this, it very much seems like... The Vanished is probably spread out all across the universe. Right. And they have their own divisions. And right. there's a second in command per division. In this case, it would be Jaga. In... Is it Jaga? Jaga. Who is. No, no, no. It was no, Eshram. You mean Eshram. Eshram. Right. Eshram is the second in command. Yes. Specifically for Zeta Halo. For Correct. For not Zeta Halo. Who, not, not for the whole army. Right. Specifically for Zeta. Not Halo. for all of the Banished. He's just the, the manager of the banished at zeta halo that's it he's the director of the zeta banished okay underneath eshram are a bunch of mid-level guys okay this is your jaga this is the brute who we saw with the rocket launcher and the jetpack i believe uh the bosses who we're going to come up against in halo infinite are all sort of uh they're all what they're all what am i trying to say here all the bosses are like a part of the banished it seems and so i, I don't know it, it definitely seems like we're going to come across a, a bunch of different bosses but it seems like they are all i'm trying to think of what the word is they're help me on here what are they they are more ruthless they are um i'm trying to think of how that you're article, talking about this uh this guy jaga the uh, the or like the spartan killers in general they are just like they're just they're like a group of spartan they're spartan group of spartan killers yeah. that um i think they dub themselves the hand of atriox that's, if that's correct yeah yeah they're tough they're tough they're brutal people who are in the banished who are all trying to kill the master chief okay good there yes so this guy Jaga, um, they're basically talking about him and saying that he's kind of like a, what was the one quote that they had? He's like the arbiter. Um, oh, what was it? Do you know what I'm talking about? The uh, the 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 inverted arbiter or whatever like that, or something like that. He's almost like the inverse of what you'd expect from the arbiter. Now, like, what does that mean? Uh, and I thought that this was kind of interesting. I'd love to talk to you about this with the banished. Um, what they mean by that is like the arbiter. And the uh, the covenant had they had a a type of like religious doctrine to them that allowed them to do some things and, and not allow them to do other things and, and they make a point that this guy this Jaga guy he has like a, a mechanical arm and he has like you know he has the dual energy swords he has some other like robotic things going on with yeah, them they, 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 yeah mentioned mechanical mandibles and such yeah. right and they said that like in the old covenant like they wouldn't have had that happen because it like wasn't pure or something like that like it, it wasn't part of like the covenant doctrine to to be able to right i guess alter alterations to the body itself as opposed to like having armor on 
but right. all alterations to the body itself is like impure and so they should not have to do it or whatever and if you do like if you get to that point or whatever you should just kill yourself instead right that's literally that's kind of literally like the way they describe like it it wasn't on it's not honorable that's it. thank to, you jawa yeah thank you jawa or q stick that's actually yeah q stick q stick in the chat saying q stick in the chat it wasn't it was honorable, honorable. exactly you. Um, and so like that's that's an interesting idea because it kind of gives a different perspective of the banished versus the covenant like i think if you look at like halo 4 and you look at the um boy i don't know why i just can't think of any like proper names today if you look at like the covenant from halos 1 through 3 and then you look at the the storm faction of the covenant you look at them from right. halo 4 who were led by julem dama it's really right. you really don't see that much of, of a difference yeah the hand of the didact it kind of seems like this kind of the same thing but maybe they're just like on a different mission whereas the right, banished right. they really have this like fundamental difference where they don't care about the dogmatic what you're supposed to do the honor and all that kind of stuff they're basically going to do whatever they can and whatever they want to uh you know to kill you and to to win and i mean that has implications for you know the banished and you know how how more of a, a brutal enemy that they'll be than than the regular covenant and i think that, that that's kind of interesting um in reading through the article i i thought that that was just kind of, i don't know just kind of like an interesting idea to kind of you know think about a little bit like they're not opposed to just they're not they're, they're not bound by any of the well they're not bound by any kind of doctrine or anything like that so i i it makes me kind of wonder like what else are they willing to do or, or what else like how else does that philosophy kind of show up in you know and how we'll see them in halo infinite it kind of like you know gets me speculating a little bit mystery you know what i mean right yeah exactly um <laughs> it just yeah it just makes you it definitely makes you wonder what their official objective is <laughs> You know, what yeah. is it that motivates the banished? I guess Other just... than the fact that they're hell bent on taking down the covenant for being banished, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, that was another thing I was wondering. Do you think that the banished are going to kind of have, uh, might have any kind of interactions with the arbiter, who at this point right now would be at Sunion with the rest of the elites? Do you think that there's any kind of like, hey, we're going back after them, or? I don't know. I, I could kind of see that as sort of like a side story to Halo Infinite that they might get into. Um, do you think three, 3 for 3 would do anything with that? I'm just like thinking about this now. I, I didn't think about that before. Um, I think it would be really cool, I guess, to kind of... You're saying specifically the elites that have been banished to go try to take uh, take back Sunion? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Right, because if, if I'm part of the banished, I'm thinking like, ah, you know, screw the Covenant, dude. You know, right. they're this, they're that, whatever. We've been fighting them for years. And then all of a sudden, you know, the covenant falls apart. You end up winning because, you know, you were fighting them on the one side. Humans were on the other side. Now you're mm -hmm. up against the humans. You're taking out the humans. And then you see, like, hey, there's some of the old people from the covenant over there. You right. know, do you think you think they would see that actually really makes me think. I wonder if they would see them as allies or as like enemies because they're part of the old covenant. Like, I, would I wonder assume... what the arbiter would be to Atriox. Who would the arbiter be to Atriox? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think right now. The arbiter. Well, remember the arbiter was essentially put on a suicide mission for his failure to right. protect the Halo Ring. Right. Fighting right. for the Covenant, and then he wasn't. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so in a way, he yeah he went against the Covenant, kind of like the Banished went against the Covenant. 
I wonder if there's a type of uh, little connection there. I didn't even think about that till now. Not that they have connected, but that they wouldn't necessarily be enemies. Right, but like I mean, in theory, the 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 idea of like the arbiter being the person to have killed like and killed and stopped essentially the great journey for the covenant does that also make him a heretic leader as well? Because I mean, that's what he did, right? He right. took he, his, his one of his first missions were to take down the heretic leader, the heresy that was you know, um that that little squad there. Yeah, right? he kind of became and, the heretic. But then he, yeah, in a, in a sense, yeah, he would have essentially become a heretic because of the fact that like he then realized that like no the great journey is false yeah i'm just right? curious at like how atriox would view him i i, I don't know i didn't he think would about that view him as enemy because he's what? allied with humans oh he's allied with humans oh, yeah oh damn humans yeah that's probably that's probably what it is i would really love to see an interaction between arbiter and atriox me though. too like that's it's just like what the heck forget arbiter i'm uh, sorry forget master chief yeah and forget atriox. master chief like, dude toss that guy forget, aside like, yeah throw throw arbiter at atriox and see, and see what happens <laughs> <laughs> what stood out to you from the article what what did you read that you were kind of like hmm um okay so some things that they've uh they well of course it was the um you know this this hand of the atriox and like this this idea of these group of quote unquote spartan killers mm -hmm. and how like these guys are the essential bosses that you're going to be fighting right right i like that they are a little bit of a group right okay uh, a little bit of a group that are out there to take down the demon essentially right that's what you're dubbed as you are dubbed i think there was a quote on here uh very early on um hold on uh, but there are also the so-called Spartan killers, a group of top-shelf fighters who are hell-bent on ending Master Chief's reign as the Covenant's own personal collective demon, right? And, like, the idea of them inciting the challenge of actually taking on the demon instead of being scared of the demon, it right. really does excite me. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because, like, in the Halos 1 through 3, the demon was feared, he was and, feared, yeah. I mean, there's the one elite in like in the book, the flood that was going after a chief, but for the most part, they all feared him. And here you are, you got some guys who are like, "Oh, the demon, let's get him." You know. So mad right now. <laughs> Little do you know that new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out later on this month is actually a prequel to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When Halo and Ghostbusters comes together. <laughs> I like this quote here. <clears throat> they say, uh, Jega, one of the things we tried to do with Jega was make him into the creepiest, most disturbing character that's been in Halo. Just every time you see him, he looks at things as prey. The whole experience of how he toys with Chief is just how he is. I thought that was interesting that they were trying to make the creepiest, most disturbing character. I don't even know what that looks like in Halo. Right. Okay. So now, okay, we can go. We can go. We can go with that. Um, it's one thing to say this, right? Mm -hmm. This is the way they want to approach it. Uh huh. I want to know, and I really want them to execute on it. I want them to demonstrate it. You know. Don't just say this now and then not show it in the yeah. campaign. This guy you know needs to I mean? be when freaky, dude. Him. Right, exactly. I want to see him 
be the creepy guy or what should i want to see like you know like how he thinks and why he's thinking the way he's thinking kind right of thing. i want to yeah i want i want him to be further you know developed that way Otherwise, this guy is just another bullet sponge that you're just going to be thrown and throw at you. Correct. Right? And that's the last thing I want. I don't want another bullet sponge. I want somebody that's going to stick around, that, that's going to keep me interested. Do we kill him? Do we kill all of these guys? I think if so. If we do, yeah, I mean... I would think so. Is there space for, like, maybe having them come back later? Maybe maybe one of them narrowly escapes or something? And maybe he had their hell bent on trying to get back at you again later on, you know, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't hate the idea of like returning bosses, you know, something like a, some kind of like superhero thing where the Batman's fighting the Joker 1500 times, you know, you fight Jega 15 times, you know, throughout Halo for the next 40 years. I don't know. I wouldn't say 15 times or <laughs> yeah, fighting him 15 times. That might be a bit much. All I'm, I'm trying to say like, is like having know, a returning enemy isn't the worst idea. Right, but having him return with some kind of development, that's kind of a key thing for me. Because like right. having him come back and like nothing changes at all for him, you know, that, that means nothing. Right, right? it's boring. Like at that point, it's just, okay, well, this guy's just not going to die because he's just not going to die. Right. Right. He looks cool, so they're just keeping him alive. You know? I would like to. I would definitely like to see developments, um, if they do have these guys, you know, um, leave and come back or, or return in another another thing. Well, something that's interesting too is like they say. Um, one of the things we tried to do with Jago was make him into the creepiest, most disturbing character that's been in Halo. That's a tough thing to hit. I mean, the Grave Mind that you see in Halo Two and Halo Three is pretty easily the most creepiest most disturbing character that's in halo for them to surpass that with with an elite seems a bit tough but even one of these bosses seems even weirder like i don't know how with without taking this game into being rated m for mature and this dude is just like i don't know just doing some real disturbing shit i don't know how you make him into the creepiest most disturbing character that's been in halo i mean how do you I don't even know how you do that. I, I'll be interested to see if this is kind of like a bunch of smoke or like. I just can't imagine coming up with a character that's more creepy or disturbing than the Gravemind, which is literally the Gravemind is literally the collective. The collective brain power and central like neuro brain of the flood in like an area. And so every human being or every covenant that's infected by the flood, its brains, its memories, it's all of maybe it's not as physical brains, but like its memories, it's it's all of its neurological stuff goes to the grave mind, making it even more powerful. And it's this gross looking, probably smelling, talking like that. How do you how do you surpass that dude i just think that that's a really high bar to set and i don't know if that's just like a marketing thing like hey yeah we want to make them real creepy or if it's like you know did they really like am i going to be actually like i kind of don't believe i'm actually going to find this guy disturbing they, they they'd really have to like pull something out that i i just wouldn't expect them to do to make this guy disturbing like is he just creepy like i don't know do you get what i'm saying like 
I just don't know how they is would do that. Is he disturbing in the way where he just like he'll go off and start just raping other elites or something? You know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I get, I, I get what you mean, but I don't get what you mean. Yeah, but I that get would, what you that mean, would be you know? disturbing. Like, okay, here, here's what I would find disturbing. You go into a room and this guy has a bunch of humans upside. Oh, this is gonna get graphic here, folks. <laughs> This guy's a bunch of humans upside down like cattle, okay, and, and he's, he's, you know, slicing their throats to help kind of bleeding them out like Dexter style, you know, before he turns them into, uh, turns them into, you know, jackets. Like, okay, you win. That's the, mo that's the creepiest, most disturbing character I've seen in Halo. Congratulations, you did it. I you just, beat the grave mine in Creep Factory. Good job. I just don't think we're gonna see anything like that. So I I don't no, know how they would do that. No, because it's gotta keep to its rated M. Yeah, rated you do that in rated T, T, T so like, you dude. Can't, yeah, you can't come, do that. Come on, rated come on, dude. Teen. Ugh. Darn. <laughs> uh, they say we wanted to build a character up to be more of like a subtle sidekick to Eshram. They have the closest relationship. They work together the longest. Jega is his most respected soldier, his closest friend. I want to see all of this in the cutscenes, right, like, or at least I want them to elaborate on this. Right? You know? Is this going to get developed in the game? Is he, or is this like the development? Right? Is this a guy who's gonna have some stupid book a year after the game releases, where it's like, oh, what well, this book's about Jega? They got they got to be really careful here, man. And like, I don't care if a lot of the like, look, I don't need to see cutscenes of Jega and Ashram spooning on their last mission before you know they go out to battle. <laughs> I don't need to see that. That's okay. But like, I just like, is any development there? Are there audio logs or you know letters or something that can kind of show us in game that they're really close? Like, how do we know that they're really close? Is the voice acting and the dialogue lot good enough between the two that we get to hear where you can tell like oh these is guys there are genuine really... chemistry there exactly or is this just kind of like hey you do this the okay, character <laughs> profile that's like you know could be in a you know in a in a game booklet you know it's like oh i didn't know that from the game but now reading the booklet i understand i'm just i'm just worried about that kind of stuff right and like there is this uh um you know typically the story of like the villain side the villain side of the story is never really expanded upon typically in storytelling you mean in halo or just in general in movies in yeah in video games like you never always see what they're doing and it'd be nice for them to kind of explore a little bit more of like what they are doing and why they're doing it kind of thing i just feel like villains are always like kind of the most interesting do you remember the one book that talked about the prophet truth and how like the prophet truth understood that the whole thing was a charade. Like he actually understood that there was no great journey. He actually understood how the halo rings worked, but then he decided to continue with it because he was like, well, we're kind of like too far into this. And like, this is just what we're just going to do. We're just going to kind of keep going down this path. It made it really, really that's in a book. Oh yeah. Oh, it was like man. really interesting. Cause like it changes everything. Like he was no longer this blinded, prophet like, like he knew but he wasn't going to give up his position of power he wasn't going to go against the dogma he wasn't going to go against the or the doctrine i think i meant to say he, he wasn't going to go against any of that he mm -hmm. was just gonna okay hey look this is what i'm leading this is what we're doing uh we're just gonna keep going like he knew but he kept going like that's interesting to me that adds that extra layer of depth 
kind of wish we got that in the game somewhere but that, but that's okay but like i guess what i'm saying is like i want there to be the same kind of respect and detail to these characters that we had for the characters in, in one through three that i felt like you know yeah what do you think yes yeah yes when in doubt always say yes <laughs> you don't have to always you're right i shouldn't i should not that'd be, that'd be really weird wouldn't it uh, um, I just lost the article, so I'm trying to get it back right now. No worries, I can stall for a little bit. I accidentally clicked on the X button. How dare I? I'm trying to maximize my screen. Oh, they say that Jaga is a member of the Silent Shadow. And in one of his many secret missions, one of those endeavors left him in a state, which we see him now, where his lust for battle and vengeance completely outweighs even his own pride in his own culture. That's interesting to me. Silent Shadow, was that a book? I don't think so. I do not know what the Silent Shadow is. I'm assuming it's some kind of like Spec Ops group or something. Okay. It sounds like that's what it would be. So he's a member uh, of the Silent Shadow. Like I'd be interested to find out more about the Silent Shadow. I'd like to hear more about that, you know? Right, right. Uh, it's a unit of special operations, Hank Healy, within the Covenant Special Operations branch. Okay. According to Halo Wiki or Halo okay. Media. Great. Um, so going against covenant tradition and principles, he accepts a robotic arm and mandibles. The banished represent what the covenant would have been like if you didn't have the group's dogmatic restraint on things. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Right, which could bring for a lot of different like different kind of interactions with uh with these guys. I wonder if we'll see. Oh, sorry, now you have altered covenant, right? Um, in 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 the case of Jaga, right? Yeah, Jaga. Um, his arm is like a robotic arm. He's got robotic mandibles, right? right. So like, how does that now change? It's not it's not going to be a typical like, use your plasma pistol to take out the shield and shoot him in the head kind of thing. Right. Maybe that arm might have something else that could help. Maybe that arm. Maybe that arm. It's it's a sword and it's a shield at the same time. I don't know. You know. Right. But maybe yeah, we would have very different interactions with these kinds of with these kinds of uh these kinds of enemies being the banished, right? I'm interested so, to see the rest of them for sure, and I want to know what their backgrounds are. I I really hope that we get more. Just reading what uh what uh, Q-Stick is saying. What's he Capture saying? Dr. Halsey and torture her, make Chief face his past and his lack of humanity to save her, then give her an on-screen death. Okay. Uh, Cortana will have to face her version of mortality. Just some ideas. We got ideas over here, 343. Three. We got ideas over here. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, th I thought it was pretty neat. I'm I'm interested at the idea of... of it, you know, I will say, after this article, it makes me more interested in these bosses, for sure. Um, you know, I was worried about well, it. Was, those guys are doing their job. Yeah, I was I was worried about it before. I was like, okay, are these just kind of like we're just throwing these people out? It seems like they have more. Right, and I believe I mentioned right that something like that, like in that episode. I was like, hey, you know, there probably is like a reasoning behind them being there. Yeah, so um, and you this look, kind of fleshing that out. Yeah, exactly. As as long as they make it believable, as long as, um. You know, as long as they are dealt with well and, and they provide 
hopefully some kind of lore in the game about their background i would really appreciate that and i get it maybe you don't need too much lore and and maybe i'm treating halo a little bit harsher than i would some other franchise but i would just like there to be something more than just like here's this dude fight him you know so the way that they are kind of building him even in this article if they can just like show some of that in the game i, th I think that that is something that i'm looking for and that i, I hope that they do i hope so too okay well great is there anything about jega anything else you want to talk about with him are the, is he available in other colors <laughs> um is there a blue <laughs> green one green purple one i don't uh, think so i think he just comes in that black and red armor that he has yeah, there they all come in black and red armor hey what do you think about that one okay so for anybody who hasn't seen him jega has a energy sword a normal looking covenant energy sword that is red and then he has a energy sword that looks like it's kind of like around his arm um yeah it's around the his forearm it's like thing. two blades just kind of like the energy sword but it's almost like imagine the ener energy sword but like instead of you holding it on your hand it's like brought back and it fits like on your wrist leaving your hand kind of open which is interesting i didn't think about that but he could still throw grenades and stuff um and then like the blades are kind of going like up and down his forearm and then extending further outward do you think that we'll see more variations of the energy sword like this in future games or with other characters or do you think that this will be the only variation that. that we see? i mean the prophet's bane is another variation of the energy sword right oh, this kind true. of reminds me of the prophet's bane yeah. not not like exactly but in, in shape the shape me. yeah you're not wrong bane. so like if this guy all of a sudden like if you pick up his sword does do you get an overshield instead <laughs> like, instead of the active camel that you do with the prophet's bane do you think we get to a point where master chief has a like uh, a katana energy sword that he pulls out of a hilt and it's like the energy sword kind of material like do you think basically what i'm asking is do you think we'll eventually get like lightsabers in halo <laughs> <laughs> we come don't on. need lightsabers come in on. Halo. don't we, we all want lightsabers in halo though come on come on wouldn't that be so cool i know p I, I know there are people that would enjoy it i'm one of those people for sure q stick was another person that probably would i would love to see because lightsabers are so much fun and the energy sword is like is badass so maybe you don't need a lightsabers exactly but i would definitely not mind seeing like a, a katana where the blade is just like glowing red i mean that's pretty cool <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know i think that'd um, be dope so uh i guess uh question do you think that you know just like jaga um, yeah. do you think maybe the the hand of atriox as they're called the spartan killers if you will um do you think they all will have some kind of like i don't know mechanical body part or something in some way shape or form um i'm not sure it seemed like that's kind of like this guy's background but if the other ones are as battle worn as this guy is maybe we do see that Maybe we do see that. I wouldn't mind seeing a, um, you know what I'd love to see is like a, um, that's kind of a dumb image. I don't know why I was thinking this, but like imagine a brute that had like all of his limbs blown off 
and then he was just kind of like a hulk now because like he had like all robotic arms but they like made him bigger i don't know maybe that would be stupid but i feel like i don't know if you'll see them all but i, I think that you'll see this kind of embracing of other technologies i, I think that you'll see that more right i, I think you know what I would wonder? I would wonder if we'll see elites pick up human weapons. I don't think in any other Halo game, I don't think any other Halo game ever had an elite pick up a human weapon. I think it was only ever the Brutes that did that. Um, Brutes did that. Am I remembering that right? Or am I misremembering this? Brutes picking up human weapons? Yeah. Or having human weapons. Um... Well, we definitely saw a brute with uh, rocket launchers in Halo Infinite for sure in the trailer. Well, yeah, that's so. Maybe that's what this oh. is. Maybe maybe that's kind of more of that like embracing picking up human weapons. I kind of thought that brutes did in Halo Three, but I could we, be wrong. I mean, I don't know if this counts. But there was that cutscene in Halo Three where you saw Johnson and Arbiter grab Johnson grabbing uh, human weapons and giving them to the elites, and Arbiter grabbing Covenant weapons and giving them to humans. Yeah, it's almost like Does a sign. Yeah, it's almost like a sign of like breaking from the Covenant. Really, it's like okay, we're embracing these other technologies and stuff like that. So, right. I guess that has already sort of happened, but I'm interested to see like more of that. I guess to see how mm -hmm. else they'll kind of like break, or like how how else they'll sort of embrace. Um, other technologies and that sort of stuff because the covenant was never inventive right the covenant always used like like their technology this was one of the advantages that the humans had the covenant technology was more advanced than humans but the covenant themselves were not as inventive as humans so once the humans got their hands on um a dead elite that had energy shields they were able to humans were able to take that technology sort of reverse engineer it and then make that work for um make that work for master chief in developing his energy shields if i'm correct they even made it slightly stronger too right i think or so no? yeah i think no. so i think all so right, right. um and then you can see in the uh the infinity god the word infinite is just used too much the infinity uh, has like some forerunner forerunner technology. So like humans are really good at taking technologies and kind of integrating them, but you right. never saw the covenant do it. The covenant always had the same stuff, the same kind of ships, the same technology. They just they weren't inventive. Um, right, but whenever it came to forerunner technology, typically Doctor Halsey had a hand in it. Yeah, know? but I'm just saying that the humans were always doing that. They weren't they weren't like opposed to it, and the covenant just never covenant like you never saw them evolve any or like advance any of their stuff in the books or, or, or anything so this is like the first that i'm ever seeing an elite with like a robotic right. arm or anything that would be right. considered an advanced technology for the elites or for the covenant yeah orange crawl that said a pretty good he said the covenants were imitative not innovative it's exactly right but the, the banished facts the facts. banished the banished seem innovative and i think that that's scary but also kind of cool so we'll see what we'll see what that turns into that makes them scarier though than the covenant for sure right because right. now because now i mean the banished are probably if anything the banished would play dirty they would play dirty wouldn't they, they would play dirty dude they kick you right in the balls and throw sand in your face 
yeah, I mean that's I mean that's the way they would do it. That's the way I see them doing it at least. Yeah. But yeah, I mean this kind of technology, this the, the the way they scavenge and like they just create and innovate, as you guys have been saying, definitely does make them scarier, a scarier threat. And this is all established and also in Halo Wars, and Halo Wars Two. Can you explain that yeah. a little bit more for anybody who hasn't been playing well, Halo I mean, Wars Two like myself? I mean, okay. So like a lot of their have you if you've ever have you seen any of the designs of any of those like wraiths and such on in Halo Wars Two by any chance? No. Like they are even more armored in Halo Wars 2 than um th those wraiths than uh the typical wraith that you see on the covenant. Oh, right? They okay. have like spikes sticking out of the front and like you know oh, they're they're, cool. they're they're yeah, they're they're armed, man. <laughs> they're armed with very heavy tanky like equipment. Atriox is not just a uh, he's not just a he's a hefty brute. Right. I don't know if you've seen him. He's 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 oh, got seen armor, yeah. right? Like the armor for days. <laughs> it's um, armor for days. Even, yeah, even like even his other his second in command in Halo Wars two, like he had a massive suit, right? Where mm -hmm, he was mm -hmm. taking on uh, taking us on like entire armies worth of like like um marines and like other kind of vehicles and such, the EMP blasters and so on and all this other stuff, right? So like these guys were wa these guys are walking tanks. That's awesome. Um, That's exciting yeah which is yeah which is which is exciting i'm wondering if we're going to be seeing any of those other vehicles um from that halo have wars? been established in halo wars i was 2. just thinking that i was just wondering you know, that. like what was it the reavers and all those other you know the 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 anti-air slash like anti-vehicle threats i don't like, know enough because i don't i i watched the halo 2 the halo wars 2 cutscenes once Okay. I never spent enough time with the game to really get a good idea of like who they were, what they were. I just thought it was like an enemy for that game. I didn't realize that this was going to be like, oh, this is the direction that Halo is moving in. I'm I'm glad that they're moving in this direction. I, it makes me even more excited. It genuinely does make me more excited. Yeah, I remember when they said it. I remember when they said like, oh, it's going to be the Banished in Halo Infinite. I remember thinking to myself like, that's a little lazy. <laughs> Just thinking, oh like, yeah, yeah. I remember oh, thinking like, no. oh, you're just gonna take the enemy so you came up with it, Halo Wars two, and you're just gonna bring them in. Okay, that's a little lazy. But right, now I'm but, realizing like, oh no, they were planning this for a while. This right. is three for threes. Covenant. Roadmap. This is their. It's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's part of the roadmap. You know, like Correct. part of the roadmap. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. So like. Like, do you remember you you saw the cutscenes of Halo Wars too, right? Do you yeah. remember like that introduction of Atriox and like that cutscene alone <laughs> and no, like I that don't. the origin story? No. Really, you don't. How many times have you seen it? Just but once, once? yeah. Well, I, it was later the one-time thing. <laughs> yeah. One and done. Yes, dude. Were you one and done with Atriox? I hit it and I quit it. <laughs> you hit it and you quit it. Yeah. I don't know why, but I I do remember that cutscene even after watching it once, like. Well, how many times even, did you see it? Even uh, maybe I played through the Halo Wars Two campaign uh -huh. about three times now. Wow. Um, so I've seen it about so three times. Three so there's times. some really incredible cutscenes in the, in that. I remember um, the DLC cutscene with the flood. Okay, you remember that? Why do you remember that? Because <laughs> I. You was... don't remember Atriox beating the shit out of three Spartan twos? Oh, I do remember that. Okay. You remember that? I Run little pigs, that. you know, like that was Run the, little demons or whatever. That was the closest I ever saw Halo get to like scary. Uh since 343 took over. Like that was intense. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That scene and even like that that 
the or like the origin story of the banished um like seeing seeing like atriox be the first one to defy the covenant in that particular moment moment and then the brutes behind him following along and like they tore apart all those elites easy i don't want to play through the game yeah. but i want to watch the cutscenes again i'm just i'm just not into real-time strategy games that, that's there that's fair but yeah, definitely. I I mean, highly recommend those cutscenes. Those cutscenes are fantastic. I have to go through it. I remember. I'll tell you what. I remember the Halo Wars one cutscenes really well. Do you? Yeah. Which one in particular? Um, the one where they. I think my favorite one and the one that blew me away the most was when. What's what's the captain's name? Cutter. Captain Cutter. When Captain Cutter, slingshotted around. Was it the sun? Yeah. Or the core of wherever he was. I yeah, it was, it, was it was like it was like a sun or something at the time, or like a blowing up planet or something. Right. He like slingshotted around it like Captain Keys did when Captain Keys slingshotted around the moon in order to. Okay, so in the books in Halo: Fall of Reach, uh, Captain Keys came into contact with a Covenant cruiser, and the Covenant cruiser shot this gigantic bolt of plasma at Captain Keys. And Captain Keys basically went, drove his ship around the moon. So the plasma is following because it, it was homing. So he follows, he, he travels around this moon. The plasma bolt follows him around. He then takes the ship and he basically flies past the Covenant ship. And then the plasma bolt that was following him then hits the Covenant ship and destroys it, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like a nod to that. So I remember seeing it. And I was like, oh, that's so amazing. They, there was like a, it was almost kind of like a, and what's the word? Like keys a keys loop was it the keys loop, right? That, yeah, that's what I forget exactly it? what they call it, but it was just, uh, yeah, maybe it was called the keys loop. But yeah, they, they you know, it was kind of like a nod to that, and I, I remembered that. Like, like uh, oh, that's really homage. Cool. An homage. That's it, homage. That's the word you're looking for. Yes, yeah. an homage. Thank you. And then I remember yeah. the one guy dying, which was uh, tragic. The one guy dying. Oh, Sergeant okay, Forge, I maybe. I see, but you don't remember the stuff before that some of it there was like the uh well i'm not i'm, I'm not yeah sorry i mean like you know um you don't remember, remember all the cutscenes, do you you're I, right, I, yeah I'm I'm no uh, i i know that typically when it comes to halo wars one typically when it comes to halo wars yeah. one what do people remember um, the, the spartans versus those elites are typically the um oh yeah okay yeah oh that's, yeah that's i remember that scene they're like on the bridge or whatever yeah, that one is one that they typically remember. People typically remember like uh, the fight between the Arbiter and uh, Sergeant Forge around the same time. Um, the one thing that I, one of the few things that I remember in uh, Halo Wars, the cutscene, yes, of was when um, when the Spirit of Fire collided against one of the Covenant cruisers. Oh, I don't remember that. I gotta watch and, this like, again. I gotta watch this yeah, again. Yeah. So like, yeah, because like. What ended up happening was like they they came out of like the hollow like the the planets like hollow tunnels or whatever right right and like there was another covenant cruiser that just so happened to be kind of flying and like they end up colliding with them like, on its side and like just seeing that was just like holy crap right because then they they were, everyone was like oh my you gotta get to your you get to battle stations and this that and the other and like they had this on like basically on war between those two that's cool um but I gotta like watch the, it again. the amount of detail of the the, the the amount of detail that was put in uh when those two were colliding was just you know it was phenomenal to me that was yeah, one of the few things i definitely remember. definitely want to watch that again yeah 
Um, but yeah, no, I definitely highly recommend. Like, if you're gonna watch, if you're gonna play Halo Infinite, if you can, just sit down and watch those Halo Wars two cutscenes. It will, you will definitely understand the Vanished a little bit better, and it could, it could even get you even bit, uh, but more excited about the Vanished. I wonder what books cover the Vanished. Um, I gotta find I that out. I don't know too. because I didn't read anything past um the Contact Harvest book, and I don't even remember Contact. Dude, Harvest, that's like nor do first I in the chronology. Strike, nor do I remember? Huh? It's like first in chronologies, contact harvest. Right, right, yeah. I don't. I never read anything past that, and I don't remember anything. Before. I don't really remember anything. Yeah. You just remember that book? I mean, I liked it. I know. I remember that's as far as I got. People give that book a a, a rough time. What was contact harvest? Yeah, that book was fine. Relax. Mm. Um, Halo books that involve the banished. Halo, The Rise of Atriox, hardcover. What? That's not real. There's no that, that that's got to be some kind of comic book or like a a graphic graphic. Yeah, novel. it's a comic. The anthology ah! comic series is based on Halo Wars Two, the real time strategy video game for three for three, which features a new ruthless villain in the Halo franchise, Atriox, whose defiance of the alien collective known as the Covenant is unmatched. Atriox, I don't have to read this. Um, reading it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll have to ask uh, I'll have to ask the evolved people see if they know. No, uh, know um, about what? Uh, what Halo books might involve the banished? Oh, I see. Okay. They might These know. covers look really cool. Oh yeah. Yeah this yeah. This is really impressive. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah okay. yeah. Is there anything else from this article that you want to cover or talk about? Um. Uh, uh, there's nothing else from the article. Okay. I'm just excited for the possibilities. Um, and that's the thing that gets me going the most is just the possibilities of what's going to happen or what can happen. Um, I would say, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because I mean, the next thing I would say is probably, I got a lot of questions here, so. Not specifically. I don't think so. Uh, let us know what you guys think about these bosses, the mid-level management of the banished. Uh, do you like the idea of, uh, these bosses? Do you hate the idea? Do you think that, uh... Um, bosses is the way to go for a Halo open world game, or um, are you sharing my concerns that maybe they won't have enough of a development of these characters and they're just going to kind of be throw away, but maybe look cool for a couple minutes? Let us know. Join our Discord. Reach out to us. You can reach all, out to me on TikTok as well. Let's know what you think about all this stuff. TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, while they removed my ability to um what was i trying to say while they removed my ability to have q a um i still was asking questions and so i have a couple questions here that i feel like uh i should ask all right let's go with the tiktok questions so we're gonna go with a couple tiktok questions here okay first question is from uh spartan underscore six six seven dot unsc he says question do you like the way halo infinite campaign works or do you prefer the way it worked on the other halo games why don't you take this one first do you like the way the halo infinite campaign works yeah i think what he means is like open world this open world halo campaign versus traditionally the linear campaigns that we've had uh i prefer the traditionally linear campaigns and like the mission select um but i'm willing to give open world master chief 
like campaign a shot. Pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm willing to. I'm willing to give it a give it a shot to at least say that like you know if I do if I do like it, okay, fine, whatever. I, I like it. Let's continue with it. If I don't like it, then you know at least we tried it and it didn't work. I think that's no? fair. Um, I the jury's still out because we haven't played it so we don't know how 343 is going to do with an open world right. game right. i'm excited by the idea i think that i personally prefer open world games to linear ones however i have always enjoyed halo's campaigns more than any other campaign out there um bioshock is probably my next favorite campaign and that was also a linear story so um when it comes to storytelling one of the th reasons why I traditionally like open world games is because there's so many different ways that that story can play out for you. Halo Infinite isn't going to have that, I wouldn't think. I think that they're going to have a very specific campaign that unravels for you. So doing that in an open world game seems kind of weird. I guess like for contrast, think about something like Fallout 4. There's like four different endings you can get. There's different tribes who you can travel with and, and, and work with and do their side quests and stuff like that. So when I think of like an open world game, I really think like, oh, it's a game that has multiple campaigns, really. And then you just kind of find your own. So for open world forerunner game, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I think it would be good. I'm telling you, like, you know, you mentioned tribes and such, right? Just imagine like I know. You know, forerunners being I know. part of all these different I worlds know. and, and all that stuff, right? Like, I just I, I don't see it. Right now, I don't see it working for Master Chief's story. We'll see. We will see. Uh, the Bad Jawa in the chat says, if storytelling is good, open or otherwise, shouldn't matter. So I, I guess the difference there that I would say is that when you can control... Hmm. What am I trying to think here? When you can control exactly where the player goes and what happens and what dialogue is coming up well no i mean i guess that's i guess that's fair i guess i was thinking like there's more control for the developer to give you a narrative basically or when you have linear missions because they can control when dialogue comes up or how you interact with the world or how you do it um and like they can control what's going to come up first for you so you can kind of control the story more and so in that way, I think you're able to deliver the story that you want for the player. I think that's where, like, it does matter if it's open world or linear. So I, I think that they're, again, with open world games, like, usually there's not one narrative, I don't think. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Assassin's Creed games are open world, and they kind of have, like, a straightforward narrative. So I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit all over the place here when it comes to the open world stuff, just because there's so many different kinds of open world games. But I think it's fair. To his point, if you have a good story, uh, should be all right. So we'll see. But yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I'm for a, me, it's we'll see. I'm a big fan of the open world campaign, so we'll see how that pans out. Next question is from Booter.exe. He says, if you could add an attachment to Infinite, like a helmet, chest, or shoulders, etc., what would it be? I have an answer here. What do you got? Or how about I go first? Yeah, I have the answer. If you say cod piece, I'm gonna be disappointed. A what piece? A cod piece. What's that cod piece? You know, like yeah, you know, like a yeah. What's a cod you piece? You figured it out. You figured it out. No, I didn't. You figured it out. What's I know a cod you figured it. You went ah. You almost went ah. What's a cod piece? It's um for fish. Yes. 
for fish. You know the the piece the piece that you need no. to reel in the fish. I want I want fishing in Halo Infinite. <laughs> I want to be able to just pull up on the side of a river, and pull out a fishing rod as Master Chief and throw it in the water and collect fish. <laughs> I want to do that. Yo, she's got to eat, man. I want to be able to set up little campfires for the Marines that I have and give them fish. Um, be like the C A M P F I R E S O N. Okay, here's what I would like. I would like. Okay, you know how you have a primary weapon and a secondary weapon, and then you have melees. Okay. I would like to see different attachments that are kind of like four melees. So instead of your melee just being you hitting somebody with the the butt of your gun or like with your fist or whatever, it's like you could have a different melee weapon. Like maybe you have a knife, maybe you have a katana, maybe you have just like a I don't know, like a like a sludgehammer end just on your elbow. And you so just... you wanna you wanna go to like like Call of Duty lengths of like melee weapons because like they have like almost everything. Do they? Yeah, but well then yeah. Like I wanna see more melee weapons that I can kinda pull out and hit people with. Like maybe maybe Okay, okay, so like maybe you actually make it like a third I don't know this this would throw off multiplayer so much <sighs> but if you could run around with like your primary weapon you could run around with your secondary weapon maybe you could also run around with your fists to, to punch people instead of it just being its own button Nah, this is really deep this is this would destroy multiplayer but i don't know i like the idea of of having melee attachments you know something different to see on my guy when i punch somebody you know Maybe like a little okay. smiley face on my glove or something. Boxing gloves, maybe. Yeah. Oh, a boxing glove. That's funny. Bo boxing gloves with smiley faces. Do on people them? lose their minds if they saw a master like your Spartan in multiplayer with a boxing glove? Right. <laughs> They're like, "Don't sorry, Halo." <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, and then one comment here that I want to say, because uh, this uh, this question was originally, if you could make any villain in Halo, what villain would you make? Somebody said I'd make a Rogue Spartan 2. And uh, I just wanted to kind of take that as a comment. I love the idea. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say somebody. Hold on, let me do that again because this person is going to be like, hey, how come you didn't say my name? Uh, JK underscore Smiley says I'd make a Rogue Spartan 2. I love, 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 love the idea of having to fight other humans. And if there were Rogue Spartans, I actually think that that would make an amazing villain in Halo. What do you think about that? I'd be that'd be very fascinating actually it would wouldn't it fascinating like a a, a rogue spartan 2 that figured out well that, i mean of course the spartan 2s no but that just could not let go of the fact that their life was destroyed yeah. by you know dr halsey and yeah. maybe they're just hell-bent on trying to kill dr halsey <sighs> i mean boot dude like that that just wrote itself you know yeah that's perfect something like that and like they te they decide to team up with atriox or something just oh That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then plot twist, he's the one that's pulling the strings for Atriox. Oh! <laughs> and then we find out it was Fred all along! Oh my god, Fred. <laughs> I think everybody's in oh agreement to kill Dr. Halsey. That's Everybody the kind of funny either, in the but, chat. But people are probably mad at me for even suggesting Fred to go evil. <laughs> I don't hate that idea. He has a cool helmet. He'd be a cool looking bad guy. It's Noble Six. Noble even Six. Even though he's not a Spartan Two. <laughs> That's all right. Spartan Two, Spartan Three. What's the difference in the games? Uh, okay. Well, that's it for TikTok. What else we got? 
That's it for TikTok? Yeah, let's go to Discord. All right, we're hitting the Discord questions. We've got a question from a Sparkmatic underscore. What up, Sparkmatic? Uh, the Slayer of Polar Bears himself has made his way from my community to this community. Is this Look the question? That. No. Oh. No, I'm just pointing out that... Oh, forget it. Uh, <laughs> um, if you were a flood, <laughs> which one? Um, a muddy flood. <laughs> I'd be, like, if I flooded in an area, I'd want to be all muddy. That way people couldn't see the ground. You know, I feel like that would be, like, the most effective dirty water flood, you know? Oh, oh. damn it. You took mine. Oh, were you going to say muddy flood? No, I was going to say something stupid like that. <laughs> How dare you say that was stupid? What were you going to say? <laughs> I should let you go I first. was going to go. Quickly Google's like some of the greatest floods out there. Oh, yeah. I think I just named that one. Yeah, there you go. The flood of 1998. How about that? Yeah. Ah! Q6 says muddy flood. We'll call him Taco Bell. Get it? No? I think I do, but I think it's so gross. I don't even want to think about that. Okay, fine. Mm. I look when I eat Taco Bell, my digestive tract works perfectly fine. I have a friend at work. If he eats Taco Bell or if he eats Chipotle, I swear to God, the way he describes it, it's like, dude, I don't understand what's going on with your ass. You need to see a doctor, bro. Like this isn't healthy for you. I, I feel like my body like works well with fast food. I don't know what it is. Maybe you should eat more fast food. Maybe uh, I should. Maybe it's actually better for me. <laughs> hey, how how you been doing? Uh, you know, keeping up with health and so on and so forth. Then doctors like you're you're pretty healthy. Yeah, you're pretty healthy. What, like, are yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Taco Bell everything? and super size McDonald's meals. <laughs> McFlurry a day keeps the illness away. <laughs> hey, real quick, if you have a McFlurry, you going M and M's or Oreos? What are you doing? Am I going M and M's or Oreos? First off, have you ever had a McFlurry? No, what are those? Um, have you ever been to Dairy Queen? Shit. What's a Dairy Queen? <laughs> have you ever had like a uh, a frozen custard treat mixed in with some kind of chocolatey something or other? <laughs> That's how you describe a blizzard. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say a blizzard, but you said you didn't go to Dairy Queen. No, you just assume I didn't know. What it I was. asked you. I asked you. What do you mean I, ass I didn't assume anything? I asked you. I asked you if you've been to Dairy Queen before. You said no. I'm so confused no, right now. I've, I've, been to, I've been to Dairy Queen. You, you lied to me. <laughs> you lied to me. Damn it. Ah, uh, the first episode of season two of Mystery's already lying to tracks. Wow. Fudge! I didn't know that this was going to happen in season two. I would have stayed in season one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Eminem yes. Blizzard or Oreo Blizzard. What are you going with? I would go with uh, Oreo. I would go with Oreo. Yeah, Oreo is my choice. I would regret it, but I would go with Oreo. Yeah, Oreo is definitely better for sure. The problem with the M&Ms, dude, and if you're a fan of the M&M McFlurry, sorry. Uh, but the problem with the M&Ms is that, like, 
all the M&Ms congregate at the bottom of the custard by the end of the treat. So it's like you're eating the M&M and the ice cream at first, right? And so maybe your first 10 bites are pretty good, okay? Even if you mix them. Even if you mix them. Okay. Everyone's talking about mixing right now. Even if you mix them. As you eat it, the ice cream gets softer and softer and softer. And then what happens is all the M&Ms fall to the bottom. And then they all hang out at the bottom. They lose their color. Okay, so you start scooping at the end. And basically your scoops are, it's like you're eating cereal, except it's not crunchy. It's soggy and it's just M&Ms. It's kind of nasty if you, if I'm being honest. But if you mix them, the Oreos stay on the top and the M&Ms stay on the bottom. No, 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 no. There's only one. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, yeah, so which which flood which flood form? I already told you. Muddy flood. Flood I form. Flood. I would be a grunt flood form. Because I haven't seen it and I think it would be funny. Is it I thought I always thought the grunt flood form was the one with the uh with the, the spikes that shoot at you in Halo 3. No, those are called uh what's the word? Those are it's like a pure flood form. It's like just uh it's not a hosted body. It's just kind of like an entity that came out from enough floodiness. <laughs> Muddy floodiness? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess in that in which case I could not pick the um the one that transforms into the two. You can pick whatever you want. But is that actually okay. It's yeah, a pure flood form. One. I think it's called a pure flood it's form. A pure flood form? Yeah. I'd probably pick that one. Alright. It's a good one. Yeah. You can shoot at a distance. That's always good. That one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Or I can switch to the other mode where I'm like a tanky beast kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I want to be a hunter flood. Yeah. That one. <clears throat> okay. Next question from Sparkmatic. Flood in infinite? Question mark. I don't know. I hope so. Maybe. Oh, look. He just joined the chat. I hope so. Maybe down the line is what I would like to say. You hope so. Maybe down the line. Well... Yeah, because no, you did kind of last week. You did kind of mention, or sorry, the week before, you kind of mentioned. Oh, there might be hints as to the flood. Being yeah, in the that doesn't Infinite, mean it's right? confirmed, yeah. though. That doesn't mean it's confirmed. Like, like I would like to see the flood in Halo Infinite. However, I don't want a repeat of Halo CE, where you're fighting the banished and then the flood right. come out, and then it's like, right. oh, let's pay attention to the flood. It's like yeah. I've seen that story. I've watched that movie. I've played that game. I don't want the same exact story. So. I'd like the flood to be involved in some way. And I think that I would like to be, I would like to see the flood evolved in a greater way, maybe a little bit later. But like we just got, not that we just got done with the flood, but I don't know. It's only been two games since we haven't had the flood. Let's, let's really think if we just want to jump back into that bed. Halo 3 ODST didn't have flood. Halo oh Reach didn't have God, flood. Halo no, 4 didn't have no, flood. Halo no, 5 didn't have no. flood. Halo Wars, <laughs> Halo Wars 1 off, and 2 did have Halo 3 ODST was basically Halo 2 ODST if you look at that timeline. Um, but it's <laughs> Halo 3's engine, which is why they say it's Halo 3 ODST. And Reach was a prequel. But like, if you look at mainline games, you're going, okay, 4, there's no flood. 5, there's no flood. Boom, here we are. So it's only been two games. I just think that like... <laughs> Like, I want the flood to be involved. I just don't want a repeat of Halo CE, I guess is really what I'm saying. 
Well, there might be homage to it, if anything. An homage? Yeah. What do you think? I want to see the. To it? Yeah, I want to see the flood. I want to see an homage to the flood doing an homage to the keys loop. Yes. Yes. I want yes. to see the, the flood. The flood, the flood they, could, they, they they get together and they they create their own <gasps> ship somehow. Oh my god! And then, like, yeah, they go in outer space Yo. via fart because oh they had god. too much Taco Bell or something. Dude, so I they just fart their way into outer space and manage to get themselves. Okay, you know what? Since you're since you have the best idea in the world, go ahead and say what you're gonna say. I'm sorry. I want you to finish your idea because what I thought of was just so terrifying. I'm excited to tell you about it. Go ahead. Go on. Okay. Imagine. Oh my god, dude, this is this is wild. Imagine you know how the floods the flood is all like they're all interconnected, whatever they all like, you know, they're all on the same page, right? right. So imagine you had enough flood gathered together to make a celestial body that's floating through space, okay? And they keep adding to it, and you basically just have a planet of flood, dude. Okay, a flood planet. Nice. A flood planet, and then all the bodies on the flood because they're all on the same page. They all like when they need to like move in a direction. Like if they need to move their giant flood planet, they all like run to one side to affect the gravity, so it kind of moves around (laughs) planets and shit like that. And then this flood planet, dude, just like like they affect gravity and they accident they like slingshot Earth into the fucking sun and shit like that, like. Dude, that would be crazy. And maybe you could have like the flood planet like kind of like like orbit another planet and then uh, then a bunch of the flood from the flood planet like kind of like fall and jump down onto that planet. Forget the atmosphere, dude. This is science fiction. They all jump down onto that planet and then infect that planet, bro. Come on. That'd be terrifying. Isn't that terrifying? That'd be terrifying. Somebody said I'm explaining the storyline of dead space. I didn't know that. If they oh. already did that, shoot but also now i want to play dead space <laughs> oh yeah just space ima- one, like a, an alien isolation version of halo would be on that oh that would be cool <laughs> yeah that would be fun <laughs> where you're just a rogue like not a rogue but like you're just like a a human that that they cannot take too much damage or something you know i like, love that idea live on that planet or try to try to like survive and get off I would, of that yeah planet. i would love like different games that touch different genres of halo i really i really want a halo survival That's the game possibilities we mentioned that the first time i was on the podcast. possibilities all right what's the next question next question from sparkmatic in the fall of reach yes what part of the map does john get oh i believe he's referring to um that scavenger hunt section or whatever where they were doing their boot camp on like their second year or something like that where they all got little pieces of the map and they all got scattered if i had a ma- uh, if i had a multiple choice i might be able to get it i'm going to go ahead and guess the river yeah that would have been my guess is like a piece of the river if i'm correct did he give I'd... us an answer too or are we just no he just asked the question <laughs> all right this isn't one of those rabble trivia questions. This is a Spark trivia question. All right, well, maybe Spark can just let us know in the chat if we got that right with the river. And if not, the, uh, yeah, let us yeah. know. Also, if you do trivia, if you want to give us, like, a multiple choice in case it's something kind of... This is this seems a little bit tougher. If it's something like, uh, you know, is it this, 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 or this, that might be a little bit more helpful because that's a pretty... I mean, that's a good one. 
It's a little tough though, I think. But I'll say the river because I don't know anything else on that. Or the hill. There were mountains, the I hill. believe, also. Mountains. Was maybe what, what was the extraction point? Maybe. Is an incline. An incline, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, what's that? Uh, X on it, a pace with coordinates or something. Um, next thing that comes from uh from Spark, it's hashtag red and it's a picture of who's that Pokemon. This was actually really funny and probably my favorite meme that's come out of this community so far. Um, it's a picture of Real Mystery from the live stream where he has like a question over him, and then it's done in like the who's that Pokemon format. Who's that Pokemon? It's actually really. I love it's it. It's mystery. I think it's really da, 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 da. funny. <laughs> I think it's really funny. And then do it like mystery. <laughs> okay. Um. In my show notes, it says sister tracks refer to photo. Yes. Okay. So we got a picture. Uh. I guess it's a it's a set of text messages. It is. It was sent to you. Um. Would you like to uh, maybe give some context, or do you want me to just read out what it says on the texts? Uh, why don't you just read it out? Yeah, I'll read out what it says on the texts. There are multiple bubbles here. Um, with you not responding, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was reading. Okay, now this is in reference to last week's episode. By last week's episode, I believe it's the episode prior to the anniversary episode. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, so last week's episode, dot, 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 I get spending valor. When I check into a FOB in AFG, all I have is my reputation, formed by how I have performed fighting the enemy. There is no money. Your reputation is currency. How you interact with people and doing favors is literally how it works. In fairness, some things can be purchased in more developed areas or larger FOBs. Yeah, so my sister is in the army, in case anybody was wondering what the heck is going on here. She's in I the have army. No idea what's going on. And she's talking about forward operating bases in Afghanistan. And just like how oh. uh, valor, you know, your reputation, um, or she said like she gets spending valor as like a currency. Um, and like oh. that is your reputation. There's no money. It's like who you are and what you've done. So the idea of like you being master chief and going out and saving Marines and earning valor that way, or taking over bases and earning valor that way, that that actually makes sense in a way of like exchanging or like like you know having that reputation, being able to kind of like um, you know have things given to you at a Ford operating base. So she was just saying basically like that whole thing actually kind of does make sense. So I thought that was kind of neat context for us to have. Um, oh. Because during that chat, okay. we were like, what does this even mean? Are you spending valor? That was kind of weird. It's like, no, actually, there's there's actually maybe some more thought and some sense to this. So what that tells me is I disrespected the entire army. You did. It sounds like you actually hate the troops. Well, I announced my retirement on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, am, I I have a feeling like all the armies are going to be after me now because of my disrespectfulness and I apologize for it, but I'm not sure an apology will, will you know, uh, cover my heinous actions here. Just say you didn't mean that. Say it's bullshit. I didn't mean it as bullshit. Can I come back <laughs> on the podcast, please? Yes, you can. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that the way it works? <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That's how it works here. How about that? I could say something really, really mean and, and, and just be like, yo, I didn't mean it. It was a bunch of bullshit. And be like, everyone is like all happy again. That's the way that works? Uh, with me. Oh, uh, I see. I see. With people who aren't, you know, whatever. Mm. Mm. All right. Yep. Um, it's, uh, thank you for clarifying that concept, <laughs> Sister Trax. Thank you for clarifying that. I very much appreciate it. And that is genuine, no sarcasm, Trax. <laughs> no, I, I, it sounded genuine. It sounded genuine. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? All right, next question comes from Shadow Sixty Four Hundred. Oh boy. <laughs> is a hot dog and or a burger a sandwich? Well, a burger is definitely a sandwich. A hot dog is also a sandwich. I can agree with both as well. Yeah, what else is going to be a fucking soup? <laughs> I think that's a good <laughs> Yeah, Okay, we're going to move on to the next question now. That, that is the way you end that. <laughs> what else is it going to be? A fucking soup? Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, next question comes from Captain Destroyer. Captain okay. Destroyer. And he, he, you always do it for him. I do. You? I like him. He was like the first person to ask us any questions. Uh, and this is in all caps, so I believe he's yelling. Oh. Oh, um, hold on. Why don't you take a step back from your microphone and yell the whole thing? Oh, my God. A step back? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, this why is good. Why in the living fuck wait, 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 does wait, no wait, one wait, wait, like? Wait, hold on. All right. Take like two or three more steps back and then go ahead and do it. Two yeah. Oh, I can't even read now. It's so far away. <laughs> oh, is this what you sound like? Yeah. Hello? But hold on. Turn your mouth away from the microphone just a little bit, and I think it's perfect. Oh, crap. <laughs> Wait, but I can't see the screen now. Oh, okay. Well, then come a little closer, then. All right. Hold on. Okay. There we go. Why the living <laughs> fuck does no one care about the Covenant Hunter in the Halo campaign overview video? This is a big deal as banished hunters are red, black, and silver, not blue and orange. This freaking means that there's a covenant faction. Maybe the keepers of the one freedom and nobody cares. Freaking heck, why not? Okay. All right. How the fuck do you do that? That was great. That was actually beautiful. Um, I think yeah, and now everyone downstairs is probably like, yo, man. God, what is wrong out. with him up there? Um, yeah. I, I think uh, the reason for it is uh, this is just kind of like they want to bring back the old classic look of the Hunters. I don't think that this actually means anything. What was the question again? <laughs> you just read it. I know. But like, he said, why I'm is nobody... Like, I'm also sitting here like, fuck, did I wake up my dad? Did I wake up my mom? Did I wake up my sister? <laughs> because I am technically on the same floor as them. No, I, um, uh, okay, so he's saying the hunter in the campaign trailer looks like the hunter from the Covenant, not the hunter from the Banished. And what I'm saying right. is that I think it's just kind of like a redesign. Hey, how do we want the hunters in this game to look? Okay, let's kind of make them look uh, the way that they kind of used to look like to people. So I think this is just like them bringing back the old look of the hunters uh, in a new Halo. I don't think it actually has any kind of indication or um, I don't think it means anything more than that. Okay. 
Okay. Um, I think that, yeah, I, I can kind of agree. I can kind of agree that maybe there is, like, there could still be some factions of Covenant still out there on Zeta Halo or something, you know? Mm, so it's entirely true. possible. It's entirely possible that, yeah, maybe, 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 um, maybe hmm. that maybe there, there were some Covenant that were on Zeta Halo and the banished and humans kind of came and the whole all out war happened and. These guys are just, you know, chilling um, in the basement. Not chilling in the basement, but maybe they were captured or something. Oh, um, captured. You know, um, and so like they're kind of just these rogue covenant that are kind of just in the mix of it all. Mm, that makes sense. I, I could see maybe that they too. They just don't yeah. have a true alliance or anything with the banished or humans. They're they just get, covenant that just, right. just so happen to be there. You know? I hear you, bro. I hear you. Okay, no more yelling. Um, <laughs> or I'll do the yelling from now on. How about that? <laughs> Orange Crawdad says there's a Halo Infinite Mega Constructs Banished Hunter. Okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong then. Maybe Mystery's right. We'll see. Orange Crawdad asks. <laughs> Speaking of Orange Crawdad. Right. It just so happened he said that. And then his question is the next question. Okay. Um, there is a cat and a dog in front of you. Okay. You had an M9 pistol with one bullet, and you had to shoot either the cat or the, the cat. dog. The cat's dying. Which one would you choose? And if you don't shoot either the cat or the dog, you will die a horrible death. Cat's dead. Bye, cat. Bye-bye. I'm shooting the cat. Okay. Well, I mean, judging by the fact that I did have an m9 pistol as in past tense and now i don't have an m9 pistol i ain't shooting nothing uh does that mean you what what in the what happened in the question you, you die no he the question says you had an m9 pistol with one bullet oh my god Guys, gotta get your grammar under control here, so he doesn't keep getting out of answering questions. All right, that's the next one. Um, no, but if if I if I was stuck in a situation like that, I'd suppose I would probably end up shooting the cat due to the fact that it has nine lives, and I'm really gambling on the on that idea of like maybe 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 it has a couple more lives to spare. So in theory, I would not be killing anything. Yes, you would. You'd be shooting a cat in its fucking face. Just, just, just let me have this. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> Next question. Next question. Wait. Uh, no. I Darkly Knighted uh, at me. He said, "Did Mystery miss the question before Captains from Shadow?" Oh. No. Yeah, we got Shadow sixty four hundred. We got the the hot dog burger sandwich question. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, Orange Crawdad asks: The world we live in. Yes. Oh, oh, right, right. Hold oh, on. Okay. Theme of the week. Yeah. Theme of the week. Theme yeah, of the week. On. Theme What's of the week. Theme of the week. The theme of the week was paper straws. Oh, right. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, the world we live in was been screwed ever since humankind industrialized. Humans have wiped out species, ecosystems, destroyed, oceans polluted. The 
atmosphere polluted, and it's all for humanity's own selfish reasons. Do you really think making plastic straws into paper straws is going to save the planet and all the species living in it? This virus called the human race will find another way to kill this planet. Listen, Agent Smith. I see that you've taken over his account. Just want to let you know that we're working on our own Neo right now, okay? And he's going to save us all. So, you know, wait for him to kung fu your ass. How about that? You know, um, when you were saying that, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was so, I was thinking that you were going to like, he, he, he's make, we are making our own, we're making our own Neo right now. And you are going to hear from him in a second. <laughs> and you're going to pass it back to me. <laughs> Oh, oh, nice. Yes. Hold on. Let me do that again. No, no, Let's we can't do that. No. We're making our own Neo, and you're going to hear from him now. Oh, we're no. We're screwed. Neo. <laughs> Neo. Have Life a message. Finds a way. Life finds a way. Oh, I like that. Life finds a way. We went Life from the Matrix to Jurassic Park. I like that. <laughs> All right. Next question. Next question comes from just oh, Kylie. No, to answer your question, no, d d straws are not going to save us. <laughs> just, uh, just Kylie asks: Paper straws save turtles, kill trees. Where the fuck will the turtles live if we kill an Earth <laughs> or Mars? <laughs> Read that again. Not dude. sure what planet we live on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Read that one more time. I want to hear that again. What a oh, great question. Man. Okay. God, I love uh, our community. Paper straws to save turtles. Kill trees? Question mark. Where the fuck will the turtles live if we if we kill an Earth or Mars? Not sure what planet we live on anymore. When you get so deep in the conspiracy theory hole that <laughs> the only thing I can think about is in this question is like, <laughs> like hold on a second, we are on Earth. What is this whole Earth Mars theory thing? I still don't get it. Jim tried to explain it last week. I still don't get it. I still don't understand it. What the kidnapping of children, taking their blood, using it for Uber, no, so that of, Uber of, can just of us not even being on Earth, on us of us actually being on Mars, like oh. we call this planet Earth. It just it doesn't <laughs> just how it says in the chat. Listen, this Mars Earth theory has me fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> no correction we live in the matrix <laughs> i just don't get it although i think the part that she said about all the trees getting cut down is funny remember when everyone's freaking out because we were cutting down trees they're like the rainforests are gonna go away uh, we're cutting down too many trees we're not gonna have any trees left remember that right. do you remember that as like a kid that being a I concern do that. yes i do well, it's like that. every store now i remember stores around me they wouldn't have brown paper bags because they're like we're killing all the trees all of a sudden now to protect the environment we're chopping down all the trees now i understand that i may just not understand this and maybe trees are more replaceable in which case why were we worried about trees in the first place at the end of the day here's all i have to say whatever dude I don't care good what's the next one spark says earth is round mars is flat there <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay, next question comes from Game Warrior. Game Warrior. If you were stranded on an island with five items and four people, and what items? 
Read that again. If you were stranded on an island with okay. five items and four people, <laughs> and what items? Wait, we don't care about the people. We just go right to the items. Why are there four? I want to know more about the people. All right, five <laughs> items. <laughs> so we have to pick what items we have? I don't know. All right, I want an Xbox. I don't know if you're picking five items or four people. <laughs> I want an Xbox, a wired controller, uh... Internet access, headphones, <laughs> and a webcam. That's what I want on my island. You're live streaming on the island. It's gonna live stream on the island, dude. <laughs> Would you bring like some kind of generator or something, like for electricity? <laughs> oh, I forgot the solar power, dude. I'm out. <laughs> Just wasted it all. Damn it. Satellite phone. Solar charger. I'll cut out the webcam and I'll cut out the. What's the other thing? Strax says, "Congrats, you just died due to exposure." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, five items that I would bring. Yeah, what are you bringing, dude? Um, I don't know. I would probably bring. A pocket knife for sure. Um, what else do I need? Like a Swiss Army knife? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, that's a good idea because that's like 16 items in one. Exactly. Nice, exactly. dude. Are you going to bring two in one shampoo and conditioner too? Yes. I will bring that as well. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You're going to bring, bring a washer dryer <laughs> combined into one? Can you stop telling them that? Yes, I wanted to bring that too. I also want to bring a sofa bed. <laughs> What's the last one, dude? What's the last one? Damn it, I used to take my last one. I wanted to say boat with fuel. <laughs> That's a good idea so for I can get away from the island. <laughs> being trapped on an island. I didn't think about a boat with fuel. It's a good idea, actually. Oh man! If I'm bringing oh know, shit! If I'm bringing four people with Dude, me, do you crack me up, bro? Who would I? Who would I bring? Who would the four people be that you'd bring? Oh, four people who I'm bringing? Mm. What's well, tough, right? Because you don't want people who you exactly love. Because if you're gonna die on this island, you don't want them to die with you. You get what I'm saying? Like, right. I wouldn't say I want my wife and two kids, dude. Okay. Like that, I just put them at extreme risk. Okay. So, like, okay, I wouldn't want any. I wouldn't want anybody who I love. But I would want people there who I'd want to be with at the same time. You don't want people there who you're who you hate. And you also want people who know what they're doing. So this is really tough because I'm trying to think of who I would drag into this hell with me. Okay, if I'm thinking really about survival, who's going to be really good at surviving, who I know, I got to go my older sister. Okay. <laughs> uh, talking about Sister Tracks? I'm talking about Sister Tracks. Sister Tracks? Okay, not only is she really good with survival and combat and living, She's a great organizer, a great leader. So I feel like be a good person to have right there. My older oh, sister. Oh, you hear Kate. that, Sister Tracks? You hear that? He admitted you're a good leader. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah i'd say my dad but i'd be nervous that they would kill each other at some point so uh -oh. i probably yeah i'd bring you into the hell with me kate sorry well because i know you'd want to be there if i'm being honest i know that you'd want to be there uh yeah sorry i started that whole thing off with not anyone who i love and then i went with my sister <laughs> uh, i do love my sister um and uh but i also feel like she'd help me get off the island um <clears throat> people who i i well, dude i'm really thinking about the survival part man um maybe i would bring uh see i really want to say i'd bring jimmy but i'm really nervous that he'd accidentally get me killed and i'm kind of pretty sure he would he would like do something accidentally like wrong on purpose <laughs> tinfoil hat he's gonna sit there trying to pray to the aliens or something <laughs> yeah dude he's spending too much time trying to like communicate with the aliens yeah but that might work too you know what i mean like he that's okay so this is the other thing about jimmy jimmy thinks outside of the box okay and mm -hmm. i don't mean like he has crazy ideas i mean like no he really thinks of things that like you just wouldn't think of and then it's like that works and then it's like how the hell did that work and then he's like bro trust me and it's like ah, okay so maybe i'm changing this whole idea about bringing people who i don't love i, I guess what i mean by that is i wouldn't want to bring my wife and kids i really wouldn't want to bring my wife and kids i would not want them trapped on an island with me so definitely wouldn't be them so i'll open it up to everyone else i just i wouldn't want my wife and kids there i'd want them to be safe um uh, i'm taking too long on this answer um who would the fourth person be i don't know dude that the, the whole people thing is tough do you have four people in mind who you would bring see okay you would probably take it for survival's sake i'd probably just party as all shit on that fucking oh, dude, so how take did, all the fun people with me why did i not answer like that i'm so confused i feel I like would, we're I would, yeah you know um i would take i would actually take Hugh stick with me oh there you go he's, he's all he's all sorts of fun to hang out with okay uh i would bring one of my best friends vamps with me yeah who else is fun that you would bring a lot of a lot of fun yeah. to hang out with yeah um I was debating on you. I wasn't sure, you know? Maybe, you know, host-wise. if like, we're having a party, like, bro, I want to be there, okay? If you're, having a, if you're having a party? Yeah. If you're having a party? Well, see, the, are we, were we going to, like, were we just going to eliminate each other kind of thing for the Whoa. sake of, like, the four people kind of thing, you know, because hosts? Hosts? What are we talking about right now? Hosts? Because that you're joining the party. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. What about your items? Did you do your oh you did do it? I items. did, I did. It was okay. all like anything that was like two in ones. <laughs> I love that by the way. I don't know who my fourth would be. I, it's tough. The, my, like the idea of who I would bring in my head just keeps like going in and out with different people. I I have no idea. I have no idea. That'd be I don't know. It'd be tough. That's tough for me. If I'm going to an island a party, I think I have a better idea of who I'd bring. <laughs> okay well would you like to answer it that way then instead my wife and my wife only oh i can't give any kind of other answer are you kidding me dude wow what okay sure who would i party with i don't know um i don't know let's just move on <laughs> let's just move on <laughs> 
Yeah, we're digging. Uh, can someone take the shovel? Oh, wait, I have the shovel. I can probably throw it. What's the next question, please? <laughs> Get me out of here, dude. Uh, next question from Game Warrior asks, would you bring Noble Six back in Halo? If so, how? He's dead. I'd bring him back as a flood form. <laughs> I would bring him back as that rogue Spartan. Yeah, he'd be. <laughs> the one that got pissed off. Noble Six. He, he actually survived somehow by making his way into like the mountains. of. He, like, he makes a deal with the last covenant. He slips him some cash and he's like, bro, let me live. With a little note on it. And I will help you. I will help you stop the great journey. Exactly. <laughs> or start, exactly. The, start the great journey. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's how you bring back Noble Six. Exactly. And then you can play as Noble Six as evil, I suppose. Noble Six or something. And then Perfect. Chief punches him out somehow and just like somehow he's just good again. I don't know. There you go. Okay. Uh, next question from Game Warrior. If you could make Halo lore, what lore? What'd you make? Uh, what lore would I make? I would love to make a, um, I would love to make a story about a squad of Marines that are, um, trapped behind enemy lines and they are fighting off the covenant who are on all sides of them and they are trying to get back up and they're trying to get help and it just doesn't come and they're like surviving for a long time and then finally the backup comes and then they run something like 20 miles to get out of like whatever city they're stuck in until they get to like a, a safe zone oh so halo 3 odst well, black hawk down but basically yeah i guess so <laughs> um so lore in the halo universe uh, hmm, hmm. what do you want to add what would i want to add to the halo universe i would like to add shoot i had an idea and i lost it mm! i hate this don't you don't you hate when you have an idea and then you lose it do you want to move on to the next question? Is that how we should bail you out of this? Bail me. Bail me! All right, what's the next question? Uh, would you bring... No, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think the next one's a question. I think it's more of a act of dominance on Game Warrior's behalf, I suppose. <laughs> okay, um, let's go ahead and say it. He says, Mystery, your Warthog will never kill before my pistol is done. All right. Oh, do you okay. know what that means? That means that when we were playing the custom games uh -huh. on the uh, on the game night, uh, uh -huh. he somehow was able to shoot me in the head every single time when I was trying to run him over with a warthog. Oh, uh, well, I don't remember what we were playing. We were playing something where like the warthogs were like the zombies or something. Okay. And like, if oh, like you a fun do... custom game. Yeah, one of those custom games, right? Cool. And um. Um, and you had to go off like a like a like a, a man cannon with a warthog and try to splatter like the people that are not infected. Okay. On a ring in the middle of the room. Okay. Um, but you you were one shot essentially, so. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds fun though. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. What's the next question? 
I'm still trying to think of the stupid Halo lore shit. Forget the Halo lore! <laughs> Silly Goose Nessa says that was so fun. She's talking about the game night. The game night was the so game much night, fun. Yeah, she was, Speaking she of was, which. She was dodging Warthog's left, right, and center. It was absolutely insane. It's almost like she had like some kind of sixth sense for them or something. Whoa. You know? A you sixth know? Warthog sense. The Warthog sense. Yeah, yeah. It just went, honk. <laughs> get it? It's a goose joke, too. Oh, I didn't get that, actually, but now I do. <laughs> I don't okay so this next question comes I, I don't know it didn't say hashtag red I don't know if it's actually a question uh -oh. uh, for a thing but I thought it was so great that I'd add it okay. comes from toasted 647 okay what's he say who's getting killed off this season on the podcast huh oh that was one of my announcements I totally forgot about what someone's dying every month <laughs> You're funny. Every month, we're going to have a guest on our show. Are you saying on a specific day every month, or are you saying once a month? Once a month. We so, will, for yes. the month of November, we will be having a guest host. By the end of this year, on average, we will have another guest every four weeks. Okay. Or so. Okay. That okay. is fact. So, we will be killing off 12 people this season <laughs> i'll let you know who they are <laughs> 12 people will oh, die this shit, year yo. 12 people would die are we uh we are not we're not like admitting this are we what admitting <laughs> Actually, to murder like like yeah are we yeah look the third person this is what i was assuming he's talking about the third person on our show always dies okay they never come back they're dead so I assume he I means... I was the third person at some point. Yeah, well, then Jimmy died. <laughs> then Jimmy died. Right, so... Yeah, and then it's he usually... came back. Right. Well, he's and dead again. again. <laughs> he's not dead! He's dead. He's dead. And I don't like the voting that's going on in the chat right now, okay? I, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get What's voted What's going on off. in the chat? Uh, Silly Goose Nesta says, I vote to swap sister tracks for tracks. And I feel like, uh, I feel like people would agree with that. So we're not going to, someone delete that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what are we talking about right now? Oh yeah. Okay. So that's what I thought he meant by like people getting killed off. That's what I assumed. We will have 12 people killed off this year, this season. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think I vaguely remember my idea. <laughs> For the Halo lore, are you still thinking about this? Okay. Yeah, it was. It was two. It was. It was. It was two brothers. Um, but there was a specific word. I can't remember what the word was. Fratricide. It, how did you know? No, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that. No, one they're brother like, kills um, another. No, no, no. They're like two brothers that like. What's the word of like, um, in, in movies or something? Whenever there's something that revolves around like a particular item or something like that. Um, what, what do you know? Do you remember what that word is? A uh, talisman. No, no, it's like, it's like a film term. I have no idea, man. I'm sorry. It's we'll go back to that one. Yeah. We'll come Next back question. To it. We'll keep. <laughs> we'll remember this we'll word. keep piecing it together, and by we, the time yeah. we finish the questions, we'll have it all together. All right. Cool. Next question comes from Darkly Knighted. Wouldn't the paper of the straw get wet and start to collapse when you're drinking it? What good would a paper straw be then? Exactly. You're exactly right. Paper straws are totally, 
totally it's a terrible way to make a straw an awful way to make a straw there's a gazillion other ways that would be better to make a straw if you don't want to use plastic than paper but paper is probably the worst idea imagine 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 using paper in a straw and expecting it to hold up for any more than two minutes it, they don't they're awful go ahead mystery what do you gotta say yeah, that would suck. It sucks. I'd rather the planet fall apart and collapse than suck out of paper straws the rest of my life. It's <laughs> <laughs> the next question. From Darkly Lighted, why do we need straws anyways? <laughs> if they <laughs> were always... <laughs> if, oh my god. I, shit, man. If there were always lids like those on uh, coffee-to-go cups, less ice, more soda. Uh, I see what you're saying, but there's something about being able to suck some liquid up that I kind of enjoy. I like a straw. In fact, I have been known to put a straw in my energy drinks when I open them. I always thought that was one of the, the reasoning behind doing that was so you're preventing the energy, like whatever drink you're drinking doesn't like splash all over your teeth. Like, for example, if you drink a lot of juice, right? <laughs> Wait, people are worried about juices splashing on their teeth? Yeah, because the enamel. It breaks down the enamel. Oh. Right? Well, look at that. I didn't even think about the my enamel. That's the way I thought. That's the way. That, that's the reason why I thought people would just, you know, drink from a straw. Is Hashtag to protect that. the enamel. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. 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 Word for word what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's a reason to have a straw. Another reason to have a straw is if you want to use it to spit shit at people, you know? You take the paper, you soak it with your tongue and your lips, and then you put that in the end of the straw, and then you spit it at someone. You Were know, you one of those guys in school? Uh, I was one of those guys out to eat with my family. Ask my ask Sister Tracks. She'll say it in the chat. Yeah, she says all his life. And, uh, you know, let's not get all... Uh, all his life. Okay, you were right there with me, so I don't even want to hear it. Okay, that's not that's not a, that's not a me Yo, thing. No, calling you out. Not a me thing. In fact, my dad kind of, my dad kind of does that. So it's really my dad. That's my dad's fault. I'll blame my parents for my life. Also, there's a video game that I played as a kid called Spitwad Willy, and uh, that inspired me to have straws. <laughs> inspired you to have straws? Yeah, to use straws. Spitwad Willy. Look it up. Okay. All right. <laughs> I will. Uh, incognito mode or just. Nah, you can do this one regular. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Next question. Wait, from did you answer it? United. I feel like you did didn't I, answer I, it. Yeah. What's I, your answer? I, oh, why do we need straws, anyways? We need straws to. I feel like you wanted to get out of not having to answer that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can just skip to the next one if you want. You can't do this to me, okay? Like, what the hell? I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> we need straws to suck on things. Yes. There you go. Okay? That's why we need... <laughs> I hate what you guys are doing to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> What's the next one? Oh my god. Okay. Um. God damn it. If you really need straws at home to teach kids how to suck things, then use the metal reusable washable straw. Okay, here's the problem with the metal rewashable straws. Okay, in fact, there is one person who we know to date who was drinking a drink with a reusable metal straw and she fell forward. The straw then went right through her eyeball tickled her brain and she died so you won't find me sucking out of kind of any reusable metal straw fact facts that's that's terribly unfortunate I'm yeah so sorry very unfortunate and a good reason um, for us to keep on uh plastic straws Right. <laughs> right. See, like, I wasn't thinking of that. I was thinking of potential metal shavings being, like, mixed into your drink or something somehow. Ah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want the straw going through my body, is what I was thinking. Mm, yeah. Mm. You know? Right. You know straws going through your body? I don't want that. No, no. It would be very hard to digest. Yeah. Okay, next question. Also from Darkly Knighted. Hey, what is it? I've seen those paper straws that those pixie sticks come in. And when you get to those, when you can't get the candy out, it sucks. And even sucking on the paper straw doesn't get the candy out. I agree, I agree. It's a fucking pixie sticks, dude. That's a great example of why uh, paper straws are awful. Mystery, what do you think? Um, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking you're going to have a well-thought-out answer because you go, hmm, well, and then you go, yeah. question, <laughs> though. It's a comment, you know? We just respond to it. You just you respond you, to the... Uh, yeah, yeah, you I, take I, the comment, you respond. I'm, yeah, to it, you take away, you ask him a question, you know, whatever you want. Okay, uh, then don't, then, then can you just take the, the pixie out of the sticks beforehand, before it gets wet? What were you going to do with it? Just put it in your hand? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could do that. And then just go. <laughs> then go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. All right, what's the next one? Uh, next one comes from Darkly Knighted. Again, oh the boy. only good reason for a straw is yep. so you don't spill anything while driving. I will say that straws are very handy when it comes to driving. Uh, I like the, the real long straws, so that way I just have a straw in my mouth, and then I can drive and never have to pick up anything, and I can just you know suck on my straw when I want some liquid, you know? So I agree. Long straws are the way to go, though, in the car, for sure. What do you think? I think that that is a valid reason for straws. Yeah. All right, next one. 
Next question comes from Dark. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Silly Goose Nessa comes in saying, "Paper straws were made for the people who like candy corn, so that while you're eating your crayons, you can eat the wrapper too." <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> hey. First off, we're gonna leave candy corn people alone, okay? Because as a member of the candy corn tribe, okay, I don't believe it tastes like crayons, okay? I'm not gonna eat a wrapper, paper. It's pretty funny, uh, but no, I feel offended actually. Uh, I feel I feel triggered right now actually. Um, I agree with Silly Goose Nessa. Oh my god. Candy corn is delicious. Stop coming at I, candy corn. I feel like I have to agree with Silly Goose Nessa because she just fucking yells at me, man. Does she? Yeah. Oh, really? Just wait for it. Wait for it. Just wait for it. It's going to happen. What, in the chat? In the chat. She's going to start yelling at me. All right. Well, you just know wait what? For it. Just ignore it. Ignore it? Yeah, just ignore it. How do you ignore blocked letters like that? You just, uh, you don't look at it. <laughs> just don't look at it. Yeah, you just don't look at it. <laughs> Yeah, right? I'm gonna get like a, I'm gonna get like a direct message or something from her. It's like, where's my fucking ghost? No, look at this. She said, Morty is my future husband. She's saying nice things. She likes you. Look, there you go. Mm -hmm. Now you're more worried. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, that's a nice All right. one. Um, next question comes from Silly Goose Nessa yet again. Oh my God. This is not a question though. This okay. is a challenge. Huh? Huh? What's the challenge? Silly Goose Nessa says. Yep. I'm officially calling you out, Daddy Tracks. Who's the better shooter? Huh? 1v1 me, best of three in Halo podcast rules. Oh, okay. 1v1 me, best of three, Call of Duty snipers only. You pick the day. Fire Mage streams it so everyone can watch me kick your ass. <sighs> I have never been called out like this before. But I will happily accept your challenge. And when I destroy you in both Halo and Call of Duty, then everyone will know the better shooter is I. I like this idea. I want people to call each other out more on the podcast. I like this. So, um, which I guess brings up the the other thing that we, we kind of did throw this idea out there. When yeah. We were talking last week. Yeah. The, uh, this mantle of like bragging rights or something. Oh, the mantle of the brag. Yeah, I mean, I kind of threw it out there when uh, uh, in the in the general chat for the dis uh, for the you did um in the general discussion here. It's a um I I, I at silly goose nest there. I was like one v one champion gets to take the mantle of bragging rights. Get it? <laughs> kind of like the mantle of responsibility. Yes. What do you think? What do you guys think? As as a collective community, I just change the rules. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> Sister Tracks just said something that like just messed up my brain. Please continue what you were saying. I apologize. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. Dude, I didn't mean to derail you. You just said something, and I literally thought that that connected to what I just read, and then I was like, hold on a second. I'll just change the rules. I apologize. I just derailed you. I derailed you so poorly. I'm a terrible co-host. I'm just gonna sit over here for a couple of minutes. I'm gonna be very quiet, and you just, please, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You're good. What? What just happened? Just go ahead, please. 
confused. I'm confused. I'm confused as to what just happened. Um, so I take it that uh, that Daddy Tracks will be taking the challenge uh, from Silly Goose Nessa. Um, and I guess we are making a collective decision on there being a mantle of bragging rights yes. of some sort. I like that. Um, so I suppose, yeah, if there's a challenge issue <clears throat> out there and they take down the champion, then they get the mantle of bragging rights. I think this is a good idea. Uh, based off of the mantle of responsibility. I just wish, I just, I just changed it to bragging rights. I mean, if we can find another name for it, then we'll go find another name. For yeah. It. Yeah. We're open to another name, but for right now, I think the mantle of bragging rights is perfect. Okay, cool. Now, cool, real, cool, cool, real, cool, cool. Real quick. The thing that I was responding to is that sister tracks. Oh, sister track. Oh, that's funny. Uh, she says it's literally against your rules. I had to agree to. So I think we had something in the discord that said like, you can't do that, but we're going to fix that. Are we? Cause like the, the, the rules for the rules on Discord is empty. Is it? Yeah. Well, what is she talking about? Unless oh, it says you do not have permission to view it, view view it. So I suppose I'm not cool enough. Uh oh, I didn't give you rules. permission as host. It says uh, please be respectful at all times. So everyone's getting banned. We like to have fun here, but harassment of any type <laughs> so of abuse is not permitted. Back. If you feel something's getting out of hand, please let one of the monitors know. Please keep the chatter in appropriate section. We'll find one. It's not against the rules. Yeah, I don't think it's against the rules. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. All right. What's the next one? Next question comes from Rabble. Just Rabble. Rabble. Trivia time. We all know that the first level, uh, the Halo CE uh, shotgun was introduced, was 343 Guilty Spark. Yes. But how many shells does that shotgun hold? Now, Rebel, if you're in chat, are you talking about, like, how many shells does it, like, require you to shoot before you need to fully reload that? Or are you tough. talking about the, the, the max stockpile of ammo that you can hold for the shotgun shells? Either way, I don't think I know it. Um, I'm going to guess... Oh, shells in the shotgun itself, not total ammo. I'm going to guess uh, 28. That's my guess. 28? I feel like it would be enough to do some damage, but not so much that like you don't have to worry about trying to find more ammo. I thought it was 12. Well, I'm probably wrong. I guess we'll, well find out in a second. He did say not total ammo. He definitely said, yeah. So he's talking about like before you need to reload, how many shotgun shells can you shoot? Yeah, but so, I, I think it's twelve. Tracks that was so wrong. You can try again. <laughs> Dude, no, I, don't I think it was two, in, in, because he's saying in Halo CE. I'm pretty sure it was twelve in Halo CE, and then after that it became six. Yeah, but wait, is he saying what was the question again? The question was, we all know that the first level, the Halo CE shotgun was introduced, was Halo was 343 Guilty Spark. Right. But how many shells does that shotgun hold? Okay. So how many does it hold before you have to reload? That's what I that, yeah, and I asked that on the podcast okay. on this episode. I thought like how much that. ammo was with it, but then he just said not okay, not total ammo, sorry. Okay. Um I'm going to come up with another answer that's going to be totally off. I'm going to be embarrassed. I'll say 16. 16? Yeah. 
Okay, I'm I, I'm pretty I was I was pretty confident I'm pretty confident in being a twelve. Yeah, I'll say sixteen. Oh wait, in one I'm so stupid, dude. In Halo CE, that's the thing, right? <laughs> I don't know why I said I I literally just thought to myself again like ammo. I'm thinking okay eight and then you could shoot eight again. So I don't know why I said sixteen. I don't know why I just said that. So wait, you get twelve shots with the shotgun before you have to reload. In Halo CE, yes. Okay. What, understanding without my brain completely melting like it has in the last minute, I would have said eight. I'm sorry. My brain is just not working. I would have been wrong either way. Um, 12 seemed like a lot to me. So, okay, 12. Well, that's a lot. That's more than I thought. <laughs> Say something, mystery. Please. <laughs> 12 is the correct answer. Thank you. All right. 12. This spell is good. It says so. Twenty-eight. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, another trivia time question from Rabble. Uh, what year was Halo CE Combat Evolved? Sorry, uh, Halo Combat Evolved released. Wait. Say this one more time. What year was Halo CE released? Yeah. What year was Halo CE released? Two thousand one. On PC. Oh. 2002 yeah i thought it was the i thought it was a year later i thought it was a year later i i, I can agree with 2002 is he sure the answer there no he's not sure the answer he did give me stage notes saying pause here while tracks answers okay you can uh you can always put in a censored uh text and oh, oh it was 2003 you can always wow. put in censored text if you want to hide the answer so what you do is if you do like two straight lines and then you type in whatever and then you do two straight lines at the end it will actually censor the entire text so if you want you can put in the answer that way and then that way we can just click on it especially like if you're not able to be here for whatever reason then we can find out like what the answer is like at the time yeah exactly how kylie just put it just in the chat. yeah just like how kylie just put it there okay uh that is it for questions today Wow, this podcast is getting done a little bit early, huh? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, <coughs> yes, it is. <coughs> Excuse indeed, me. Indeed, good sir. I do not have any other questions. I think that this is a good place to kind of wrap it up. Uh, do you have anything else that you want? Oh, talk about your stream. My stream is on twitch.tv slash real mystery. Oh, you're talking about the other stream. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, November 20th, Mystery is doing a 12-hour live stream for the Avenging Crusade Memorial. The Avenging Crusade stream. Memorial. It'll be the fourth one, uh, the fourth annual uh, Avenging Crusade Memorial stream. Um, and it's going to be 12 hours. And starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are going to start getting together to play Halo Reach. Um, uh, just Kylie's like, be there! November 20th. <laughs> <laughs> um, any money raised or like any bits donated any subs um, that I get that day will go towards the family of the deceased which would be Avenging Crusades family um, and yeah we start 6pm uh, playing Halo Reach we're going to do a bunch of custom games um, so be there at twitch.tv slash r-e-a-l-m-i-s-t-r-y beautiful uh, Trax fam I want us to show up Red Spartan Coalition, I don't know what to call all of us. I said Tracksman because that's what the streaming community was, and, and there's a bunch of you who are still here from when I was streaming. I want us to show up for this. I want us to to, um, to make our presence known 
the Red Spartan Halo podcast together for this for this stream for this family. I want us to raise some money. Um, I want us to make a mark. I think we're those kind of people who, who show up when people need when people need help. We show we show up. We're not for the weak. <laughs> nice. Like that. Nice. We're not. For yeah, the weak. we uh we we did a uh, we did a bunch of tests on some of the game types that we're going to be playing on Halo Reach on that last community game night. Very fun. Which was nice. Um, it seemed like a lot of people were enjoying some of the games that we played, which was also good. And it also seems like those game types were working, which is also also. That's good. pretty the best part. Yeah, that's the best part. Uh, look forward to a part. lot, a lot of laughs, a lot of laughs. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. Me too. You said November twentieth. November twentieth. That's a Saturday. Yes. Hey, guess I'll be there. You better be. Of course I'll be there. Or be square. Be there or be square. What's that mean, be square? I don't know. Not rounded? Damn. Like a pull on all like, sides? Like plant cells? Yes. Damn. Yes. Not for the week. We are not for the week. Um <clears throat> Okay. Uh and why don't we let's talk about well actually, okay, so Red Spartan Halo Podcast. Join our Discord. You can find the link for it in the chat or in the show notes. Um, uh, find us on TikTok. You can find us at the Red Spartans, and then uh, that's pretty much it. Mystery, uh, mystery. What do you got? What do you got going on stream wise this week? What are you doing? Okay, so I've just finished Crash. Crash I just finished Crash Twin oh, Sanity. Oh, yeah, just Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I finished Crash Twin Sanity today, and I think I'm pretty much wrapped up with Crash Bandicoot. Now. Nice. What are you uh, moving on to next? Spyro the Dragon. I'm not quite sure as of yet, I but Spyro. I am playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons tomorrow night. What is with, with everybody playing Dungeons and freaking Dragons, dude? With the Dungeon Master being uh, Q-Stick, which is very interesting. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, no, it's definitely been uh, it's definitely been a blast. Um, I'm still trying to work it all out, um, like you know, um, how to make this stream work, kind of thing. Okay. Um, because everything's done online, and I'm very new to Dungeons and Dragons, so I'm I'm literally learning as I go here. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm I'm finding that there's definitely a lot on the screen at the same time, so I want to try to see if I can simplify it. So then, when new people come in, it's a little bit more easier for them to kind of understand as well. Oh, I see. Um, but I gotta I gotta I gotta work out those kinds of kinks as I go along. But you know, these these stories can sometimes take up to you know. Years, yeah, at least a few months. Yeah, years. Um, yeah. It's Acoustic uh, said last time he played this particular storyline, it took them over a year to do, um, and that was like one night a week, um, to get through that story kind of thing, and they missed maybe one or two like nights here or there. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like there was a lot of nights missed. I feel like that's um, something I would enjoy, but I wouldn't want to do it over the course of months i would want to do it over the course of like maybe a weekend or two you know and like just do like 12 hour bingers each day to do it that that's a long time i'm like i'm seeing the way acoustic is you know dungeon mastering and it it seems it seems quite tough yeah he's, he's practically winded by the time he's done his couple of hours i like role playing so i feel like i'd enjoy it yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure you would enjoy it definitely i'm, I'm definitely sure you'd enjoy it hmm. um but yeah so you can catch me tomorrow at least uh, around 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where I will start streaming The Curse of Strahd is the storyline we're playing. The Curse and of Strahd? Strahd. S-T-R-A-H-D. Curse of the Paper Straw. Damn right. Um, 
And then Friday night stream will be uh, I'll be playing Halo CE with Sparkmatic. We're doing a collab stream. When are you uh, playing Tyler on. Tasmanian Tiger? What? <laughs> Silly Goose Nesta says, "Can you play Tyler the Tasmanian Tiger?" I assume that for your future wife, you would. Um. What is that? I don't know, dude. Ask your wife, bro. What's Ty the Tasmanian? Ty what? <laughs> Have I? Is this? I feel like this is made up. Is this made up? I don't know. That sounds legit. Is it? Is it legit? Seems legit. Let me look it up. Keep going. What are you? Um, what am I going? Uh, am I going on incognito mode? No, no, no. I'll look it up. Oh, now I'm even more concerned that you're looking it up. Why? It autofill definitely can make game. Up anything. Video game series. Ty the Tasmanian Tiger is a 2002. <laughs> 3d platforming game developed by chrome studios uh they're not around anymore uh and published by ea games for the gamecube playstation 2 and xbox systems the game was remastered in hd for microsoft windows and was made available through steam in 2016 it was designed by john passfield i've never heard of this game in my life nor have i till now Oh, I Is have seen this before. I've seen this cover before. Those alligators, I remember. Looks great. Okay, maybe someday? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a game you got to play there, man. Uh, All right. Okay. All right. So what else were you saying? What else were you saying? I was not. I was. I was stalling for Sorry. you to do the outro. Oh, great! Well, let's do the outro now. So, uh, I guess that's pretty much it. Um, next Spoilers! week, there's new music. Spoilers. Okay, go on. We do have new music. Next week, we will be back with another episode of uh, uh, of this of this show. Of this show. Of this that show. <laughs> for real mystery. Oh, by the way, we are T minus one, two. We are less than four weeks away from the release of Halo Infinite. Um, that is true. Also, we went past the anniversary of Halo 2, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Halo 2 came out a while ago. So, it's good. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. You know what? I actually thought about this. Like, when you get to this time of year... It's like, oh my god, Halo 2 came out however many years ago. Oh my god, Halo 1 came out however many years ago. Oh my god, Halo Reach came out however many years ago. I just feel like there's only so many, like, I don't know. Do we mention that every single year? Like, when one of these games had come out before? Like, do we do yes. that? Yeah? Yes. Oh. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> 17 years ago, Halo 3 came out almost around now. <laughs> Is that... Wait, what? Is that what Has it been? Wait, has it been 17 years since Halo 3 came out? Yeah, it came out in 2004. And it's still such a popular game. Yay! Good for Halo 3. <laughs> I think it came out November 9th of 2004. I could be wrong. 2004? Halo 2 came out in 2004, yeah. Oh, so you said Halo 2. Oh, you said Halo 3 at first. Oh, did I? I misspoke. I yeah, meant to I say Halo confused. 2. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I thought Halo 3 came out 2007. Oh, countdown timer for Infinite. Okay, we'll have that. We'll have a countdown for Halo Infinite timer on the stream next week, too. 
but yeah, okay, so for Real Mystery, I am Daddy Tracks, and this was episode 53 of the Red Spartan Halo Podcast. Episode 53? Yeah, right? What's the song you picked? Uh, it's called. Oh, this is the Pokemon one. I know it's not Pokemon, dude. It's just game. It's definitely Pokemon. I feel like I'm walking into Pokemon Center. Yeah, if you went to a Pokemon Center, dude, they'd, they'd have lights going. Everyone would be dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, dude. Did I ruin it? I'm sorry, I ruined the song.